ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Hey everyone, listeners, Beyond Synth supporters, Pattersons, and PayPals. Uh, this is the Beyond Synth Christmas show for 2020, episode 265. And yes, last week's show, there was a glitch with my sound processing software, which caused a Russian voice to keep interrupting the show with, This audio is processed by StereoTool. Go to StereoTool.com. So look, I fixed the problem. But for some reason, Spotify hasn't updated the audio yet. So if you listen primarily on Spotify, hopefully they update their shit because I updated mine, all right? Anyways, look, today we are going to be listening to Christmas tunes from in and around the synthwave scene. And there was so much uh, synthwave Christmas tunes to listen to. You'll also be hearing holiday tunes in the background as well. And I'll point uh, those artists out too if you want to check them out. I think right now you can hear Ogre with his uh, Christmas tune, Enter the Slayer. And uh, just like most years, uh, at Christmas on Beyond Synth, we have Lucaset on the show. But this time, uh, it's a little bit different because we've actually got everyone together because you know the past few years we've been doing the look set shows with just Joe and Adam um, but of course we all know that there was a third uh, uh, look set member James Nalipa who hasn't been here for a few years and we're all here today for an awesome special reunion look set Christmas Re- reanimated yeah I mean like there's still no new music but <laughs> <laughs> I know but it's up now because we've got James back so uh, James say Hi, man. Hi. So, how you been? I haven't ta- I haven't talked to you in like four years. It's all right, lad. How are you? I'm okay. Good. <laughs> Has it been four years? I think he's exaggerating. No, because the season three Christmas episode, so episode forty-five, was the last time it was the three of you, and then ever since then it's been like Adam will come on for a show, or I'll have Joe on for a show, or we'll do the Joe and Adam show. But that was season three, and this is we're going into season nine of Beyond Synth, man. Oh, uh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. Seems a long time ago, that, doesn't it? Guys, guys, can we start again? <laughs> Why? Why have you not been recording? I've just made a bit of a fuck up, that's all. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm showing off about my... Um, noise gate. Noise gate. Mm. I kind of fucked that up a little bit because I deleted the whole track by accident. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, ready? We'll do it. We'll do it fresh. Here we go. All right, uh, uh, James, say hello. Hi, everyone. I'm really glad to be back. <laughs> Back from the sandy wilderness. It's, it's the running theme with Andy's shows, isn't it? It's like, we're really glad to be back. Really glad. It's good to have you back, actually, to be fair. It's been ages, hasn't it? Yeah. Good. Well, look, the point... <laughs> <laughs> say, say something if you want to, Joe. You know, it's up to you, pal. I'm just staring at this giant bed in my kitchen from worried about it. All right, so it. let me explain what's going on today. We are having a Lucaset reunion show. We were going to do it yesterday, but Joe was having relatives over, so we're like, oh, we'll do it on Sunday instead. That's the day we're recording, where we could all get together, because obviously we're all in different places, right? There's people in England, there's people in Dubai, I'm in Dubai, and James is in Canada, and so the time timeline is all fucked up Mm 
So we agreed on now, and then fucking Joe has a bed delivery that shows up literally as we're starting to record, and he has to fucking assemble a bed. Unbelievable. Joe, explain yourself. Why is there a bed arriving? Uh, it was meant to come on Friday. We got a new bed. It came today instead. Bang on four o'clock. So what have you been sleeping on then since Friday? Well, a bed. So no, you just said there's no bed. <laughs> well, they won't be when I start dismantling it, will they? So you have got a bed then? Yeah, I have got a bed. All oh, right, so we don't need to put it up then. So it's well, a bit overdramatic, isn't it, all this? It's not got a mattress on it. You, you made out like you had no bed, so you had to do it. But if, you, if you've got a bed, then you're fine. <laughs> well, I'll have to put it... I'm going to have to put it up. Yeah, but not today. <laughs> That's it, now. I said it now. <laughs> anyway, look, uh, Adam and, and Joe officially say hello. Adam, hello. <laughs> Hello. Perfect. I, I think it's great that we've actually got James now. It feels like me, our ring, our th- ring of solace has finally completed. The crust. The crusty <laughs> ring of solace. <laughs> of course, this, this fucking ring of solace is going to get uh, decimated in about 20 minutes when Joe has to assemble a bed. <laughs> Tolkien's uh, seventh book in Lord... Well, how many books did he write? Lord Rings. Lord Rings. Six. Six. Yes, it's seventh one. It's the lost book. <laughs> the well, no, there's there's the fucking Cimmerillion, isn't there? Isn't that like a collection of... Uh... Oh, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same thing is happening to me, Joe, with your stupid uh, delivery. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm getting a new television. Ooh. <laughs> but you're going to see you get a new bed as well. Fucking hell. <laughs> and I have to... Uh, I have to get a fucking... I have a dentist appointment, and it just so happens now that the delivery of the TV is happening right as I'm going to be gone. Can't you leave it with neighbours? Can't you write a note saying, gone for me tooth, looks no. at? No, no, Hattie, don't press that. <laughs> don't yeah. press that. Can you leave it with neighbours? She almost pressed phantom power. Don't you need phantom power? Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I'd have gone. All right, look. Oh, God, hang on. <laughs> You've really picked to the day for it, Joe. Fucking hell. He tells us all to do four o'clock. I know. (laughs) He's got his kid. (laughs) Bed's arrived. Fucking, you know, this is a big day for James. Big day for James. We're welcoming him back. I've been here for four years. Jesus wept. We're not going to see him ever again after this. Another four years. Yeah. He's gone. (laughs) I just love how everything keeps going wrong. We're like five minutes in. It's like a fucking movie. It just feels like watching Falling Down. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that? It's a cracking film. Cracking film, lad. It just gets worse and worse and he just just fucking cracks. Falls down. (laughs) Well, look, listen. I'm going to try and rein this in, sort of, but this is the Christmas show. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Dog's got (laughs) So, just go off. Go and fucking sort your fucking bed out. Fuck's sake. Put it on mute, Joe. Fuck off. Well, I, I, you mean the dog? Out. You mean the dog? Are you referring to the dog? No, Joe, I can fucking... Of course I can hit fucking dog, mate. <laughs> Jesus Raspberry, Christ. Come here. come here. Oh, good girl. <laughs> fucking hell. Is your boiler all right? Do you want to go check your boiler as well? <laughs> it's got a gas leak. All right, well, this is uh, setting a lovely tone. I'm sure it'll all be smooth sailing from here. So look, uh, this is Christmas episode, all right? So let's listen to some Christmas music, all right? So this is Palm Lakes uh, with a cover of Sheena Easton's tune, It's Christmas All Over the World. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, a Merry Christmas to the kings of the Pattersons, Robert D. Bishop, Collector, Chris Dance, and Mike Shima. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, you're the best. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, you guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's listen to this. This is Palm Lakes with It's Christmas All Over the World.
right, that was It's Christmas All Over the World from Palm Lakes. It's a Sheena Easton cover, but that's a, that's a cool song, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters like Wayland Kasky Geospatial, who upgraded his support. That's right, Waylon Kasky Geospatial is now in the Triple Six Club. So thank you so much, dude, for supporting the show and upgrading your support. You're a cool guy, and Merry Christmas to you. And uh, we're back here. This is the Look Asset Show. I think in the background right now you can uh, hear Brandon with uh, his Christmas track, Jingle Bell Brawl. And, uh, yeah, so look, we're back here, all right, with Look Asset Reunion. Hey. We got all three hey. here. Hey. Adam and Joe and James. Yeah. So let's talk to James for a bit here and see what you've been up to since it's been it's been so long since I've chatted with you. Oh, I've been working, Andy lad. Still, like, are you, do you still do the same thing? I don't remember as banks or something, right? I work in uh, financial services. I'm a financial controller, and no one wants to hear this. <laughs> All right, well that's cool. So like you're uh, you're still going strong. People are happy to see you at work. Of course they are, mate. Do you still go to a place? Because you're in in Dubai, right? So like I don't know if things are different there with how they're handling the whole COVID thing. Are you working from home or? No, we're back in the office now, buddy. So there's a few of us back in full time. I got bored of working at home, so prefer to go to the office. Are they acting like nothing's happened? Pretty much open, mate. Uh, you can pretty much do whatever you want. As long as you wear a mask outdoors, that's it. You're set. It's weird because, like, oh, like we were in lockdown and all that and everywhere else, but where, where is it? Sweden or something? Switzerland? They've just literally just cracked on with it and just said, look. Sweden tried the herd mentality route. Yeah, and has it worked? It didn't work that well, I don't think. They're all dead. Yeah, I think like, at the start, it seemed like it was working, so everyone kept on pointing to Sweden as like the model yeah. of, like, see, they, they just did nothing, and then, then it fucked them afterwards. And then you yeah. see a pile of burning bodies on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's morbid. This is Christmas time, all right? We're, we're having a lovely Christmas time. So the point is, James, you've been happy and healthy. You got married, right? Happy? Oh, shit, yeah, I did. I got married. Oh, yeah. When did I get married? 1st of August 2019 Was it last year? Jesus last Christ Last year, yeah Oh, yeah. mate I loved it, it was oh, Great, was great it? wedding Cracking wedding In Italy, wasn't it? Italy, yeah I didn't go Yeah, I know Why not? You didn't go I can't remember Joe, Joe couldn't go. make it But me and oh. our last went over to the wedding it was, it was lovely Lovely venue Lovely spread I think we were thinking of going But then uh, it happened, didn't you? The weather was weird At, at the uh, venue, though Oh yeah, yeah, it was really hot during the day and then absolutely Armageddon at night. Oh, uh, when I split my pants. So we're at the ceremony. We literally, because me and our last, we, we got, we missed the, oh, I think the plane was cancelled or delayed or something. So we literally got there, like with five minutes to spare, didn't we? Into, get on bus. To get, get on bus. bus. Yeah. Wore this trousers, these nice white trousers and was sat, Stood up, ready for, you know, your last to come down to Ireland. We all sat down and I sat down and I just, I just felt this... And I thought, fuck, I've ripped my pants. I literally, like, dancing around all night with this massive hole up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, try to hide it with some fucking oranges or something. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Beautiful wedding, though. Ah, I got married. <laughs> I got married, I got to work. I went on the honeymoon, I went to Australia. Ooh. And I went to Tasmania mm. and Singapore. And it was fucking unreal. If you've never been to Australia, you need to go to Australia desperately. It's unfucking believable. <laughs> now, do you live in like a house or in a? Whenever I think of Dubai, I have a pretty stereotypical view of what Dubai is, and it's all these like really giant 
skyscrapers like coming out of no yeah. place like is are you in one of those or are you in like a house absolutely the opposite i'm sort of in like a hot so my building is cave four floors okay i live on the first floor and we're just set back from the boulevard, which is right next to where the, the Burj Khalifa is, the world's tallest building. It's really quiet where we are. We're just set back off the road. It's really pleasant. This is not fun, this. This is not fun, this interview. This is no, just very... I, I, no, it's just... You know, it is, I just... When Andy, was asking, when Andy was asking the question, then I didn't know where they were going to go with it. I thought they were going to go, James, do you live in a house or a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Right now, for some reason, when someone says, like, hey, I'm in Dubai, I picture, like, I'm on floor fucking 86 of, like, this weird building they erected last year, like, in the middle of the sea, you know, so. Well, you were at the beginning, weren't you? You were in a high flat. Yeah, yeah, no, we were in a, we were on the 19th floor. We did go look at, um, when we were moving to that one, the, the one that we were in before, we went to look at one on the 85th floor. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. I remember because I, I wanted to come out and see you as well, and you're like, yeah, yeah, come out, and I'm like, yeah, what's should you still haven't come out? I know because I, I need a fucking maybe mortgage my house if I'm going to come out of there, mate. Fucking hell, it's else. not that bad. It's not that bad. Is it, isn't it like eight quid for a coffee or something? Uh, yeah, and it's, just, it's just a cup of oil. <laughs> about a fiber. Yeah, it's just... Can I have a, a cup of crude oil, please? <laughs> the oil's cheap, innit? Surely. Sure, surely. Oil's like $45 a barrel or something. Yeah, fucking okay, <laughs> no. I've never really... How big is a barrel? It's a gallon, innit? Is it? No, no, no. It's got to be more than that. No, is it bars? No, it's a gallon. Fuck, fucking hell, Joe. Fuck it. Go back to making your bed, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never going to forget this. No, you're not, mate. You're, no, it's, it's recorded, John. <laughs> hey, look, and speaking of recordings, uh, it's time we listen to... Uh, Another song. That's right. Okay, so here, <laughs> here's a track from Netizen, N-E-T-I-Z-E-N, Netizen. Uh, I told people on Twitter that they should uh, take a track that they already made and just add jingle bells to it, and Netizen said, fuck you, Andy, and then sent me this. It's a reworking of his Laser Hell track, except with a Christmas twist, all right? And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, we got a new patron here, Skywolf with the 1313. So thanks, Skywolf, for supporting the show. You're not quite a new patron because you, uh, I believe, Skywolf used to be a patron of the show a while ago. So welcome back, Skywolf. Uh, you're a cool lady and uh, and you make tunes too, right? Have you made any new songs? I guess I'll go check out your page and see. I'll see if there's any Skywolf updates. But thank you so much for supporting the show and Merry Christmas to you. And now let's listen to this track from netizen this is jingle hell
and that was Jingle Hell by Netizen. Merry Christmas. Uh, it's a Christmas track reworking of uh, one of his older tracks, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's Jose Arbello, the King of Hell. Merry Christmas, Jose. I hope you're doing well. Merry Christmas to you. And, of course, to Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend uh, with the 4488. Thank you so much for supporting the show, and Merry Christmas to you. I'm working on something very silly, Jacob Wick, that you're going to appreciate, but it probably won't come out till next year sometime. Oh, and in the background, uh, right now, uh, you can hear some Christmas music. I think this is uh, a track by Omegagon called uh, Christmas Spirits. And uh, and yeah, and we're back here with Lucaset, the Lucaset Christmas time. Well, shittest interview this. <laughs> well, we do say this every year, but yeah, this is getting a bit morbid now, isn't it? Right, let's loosen up. Let's it's loosen uh, up. 158 litres. What is? Oh, a gallon? Or a fucking barrel? <laughs> no, no, a barrel. A barrel, a barrel. No, it's about four litres as a gallon, in it? Yeah, but he's saying a barrel, 158 litres in a barrel. I was definitely wrong, either way. (laughs) (laughs) It's about 35 gallons. The point is, all right, do you guys have any uh, Christmas messages? You want to tell the people something nice about Christmas time? No. Why? Is the the interview over already? No, (laughs) it's just the start. I'm not good at uh, making a show. Oh, right. (laughs) I thought you were just calling us. Can I mute myself? What were you doing? jacking off. I'd probably like to say a nice Christmas message at the end, to be fair. More, I think it's more impactful. Alright, well then I'm giving you uh, the length of the show to think of one. Goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I watched a really good film the other night called ah. The Guardian okay. with Kevin Costner. Uh, really good. What did he do in it? It's about the US Coast Guards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's loosely based on true events. There's a helicopter in it, there? Yeah, yeah, it's got helicopters in it and it's got water in it. Hi, love. Hey? I'm just just on the interview, love. Yeah. You're not mute. Are you all right, love? Uh, James, you haven't muted yourself. Okay, love. I think he's talking to me. <laughs> See you in bed, Andy. Yeah. No food. <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced anything quite like this before. All right, love you, bye. Hang on, he's muted us, but not, not, not him, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not just... <laughs> I can still hear you. That's what I he's done. Fuck I can still hear you. <laughs> this is a shit show. Um, um, shit show. Right, come on. Concentrate, everyone. James, you're the one to concentrate. Right, I'm happy. Uh, I'm all right. I live in Dubai. Uh, wedding. <laughs> Honeymoon. Good. Okay, well, that's all that matters, right? First floor. It's fine. Good. It's absolutely fine. Let's get some fucking laughs in here now. Well, that's not what this is about. Today is a pretty oh. dour affair, all right? Like, we're talking about current events. There are people with no beds. <laughs> there, there are people with no beds. Hey, hey, let's interview one. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I've got two. <laughs> I was just saying, I've got two, aren't I? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're bed rich. So what size is the bed? The new one. The new one's a king. Ooh, look at you. That's gonna, be like, that's gonna be like a super king to you though, isn't it? Yeah, because it's tiny. Well, no, <laughs> they're all the same length though. The width changes though. Mm. Is it 200 by 240? Yeah, yeah. I think it's 158 oh. litres, I think, for a yeah, king yeah. bed. <laughs> it's one gallon. Is that how much piss it can take before it's before permanently fucked? <laughs> this bed could take four <laughs> gallons of piss. <laughs> Before, like, and when you do, do serious impact, after four gallons, it just starts spraying out earlier. <laughs> you drowned. Yeah, yeah. That's why they always give you a free will hunting with every bed bought. <laughs> what universe is this taking place in? 
This is. Could you imagine like actually going to the store and that's actually what it was? Like, yeah. It goes. But how much piss can it hold? <laughs> oh fuck me! Well, oh, God, I just took a sip of beer. You want yourself this bad because this takes at least seven liters of piss. <laughs> oh God, that's good. Hang on, what's, what's James doing now? I think someone's just crashed through James's house. I think he's going to fix Joe's bed. <laughs> fuck Joe's bed. I think James is getting murdered. Oh, James. James, fucking hell, what's he eating dog food? Jesus think, Christ, James. I think someone's broken into his place. Uh, I, I need to me- We need to message him and say, James. I think it's fuck? ice in it. Is it ice? It sounds like ice. <laughs> yeah, he's chiseling himself <laughs> some ice with a pickaxe. Look, the point <laughs> is, all right, it's a it's a jolly time of year. Well, you'd, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But fucking hell. <laughs> well, I'm trying. Oh, no, you're doing really well, Andy. You're doing really well, yes. So go on, Joe. Carry on with your bed. Go on. So you're doing what? Uh, what else has been well, going we're on? Just talking about the piss. school. <laughs> oh, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, we're just good. talking about the piss. <laughs> I think he's pissing on something. <laughs> he's literally fucking having a fight with a fucking. Well, there's, there's lager leaking down my pop shield. Okay, I swear to Christ, when the sound ends at James, another guy is going to come on the microphone and just be like, yes, this is James. Goodbye, <laughs> friends. And then he just hangs up like, I'm back. James, mute yourself, mate, because that was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, we're going to listen to another song, okay? Uh, all right. And then James can explain himself, because I want to know Fuck what was going on over no, there. That was that was embarrassing. <laughs> all right, so look, let's listen to some Foray de Vin, all right, because uh, they make awesome music, and they've got a lovely Christmas tune here. Uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. I would like to say a special thank you to City Hunter. Merry Christmas, City Hunter, with the 42. You are cool. Guy, and of course, Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club. Uh, you are an awesome lady, keep on being cool. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you're doing well. And now, let's listen to this. This is Foray Devant with It's Christmas.
And that was It's Christmas by Foray Devin. I should have them on the show sometime because uh, they make uh, amazing music. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. A very Merry Christmas to the $25 Club. I'm talking about Eurobeat Intensifies, Clint Dowling, Jimmy the Hutt, Newmark, and Alex Seligson. Merry Christmas, guys. I hope you are doing well. And if you listen very closely in the background, you can hear the music of Jetfire Prime with the first Noel. And uh, look, we're having a, a classic Lucasette Christmas over here, but I'm starting to think I should really just change the name of these shows from Christmas with Lucasette to just fucking shit show, because every time we do these, yeah. it's just a fucking yeah, mess. No, I think this one's a bit of an embarrassment this time. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know we enjoy when we say that we want to be, but th- this has just turned into it's turned into a job. <laughs> Andy, th- can the thumbnail for it be the uh, the picture I sent you with the bed? Are you going to Photoshop in like streams of piss, like shooting out of it? No, 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 just that picture or the one from. Well, it's a, I don't know. I want it to, to remain private. You know, I like that we've got this mm. private look at your kitchen. You've got a nice mm. candelabra there. Mm. Oh, are you looking at it now? Yeah, mm. I am. It's weird. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, James, what was going on over there? It sounded like someone was uh, trying to kill you. I have put some fish cakes in the oven. Really? And some chips. That's all you just did? Are you sure that's all you were doing? I shit on the chips. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell over the pots and pans while I was... Yes, that's what we heard. It sounded, it sounded like a slapstick comedy of like a guy flailing around a kitchen crashing into everything. Mm. That's practically what it was. Look, the point is this, man. All right? <laughs> what... <laughs> How long do you think it's going to take Andy to get really, really angry with us and just? Got <laughs> I don't off? think he's. Yeah, I don't think he's actually ever been angry with us until now. I can, I can feel. <laughs> the he, it, it's because he hates it when it's happening, but the success that he gets from each episode like this is. Uh, Does it really get success? He won't get success from this guy. He'll get, he won't get success. These, these are his most popular podcasts. It's going to be four <laughs> seconds long. This podcast. <laughs> it's just going to be a fart noise. It's just going to be Andy saying hello, and then that's it. James is back. <laughs> Fuck off and click. Um, can, we, can we start again? No. Uh, listen, <laughs> oh. the point is, I want to talk about uh, Christmas time and Christmas cheer, all right? We're here to lift people's spirits. That's the plan. Oh, dear. You should right. have told us this at the beginning so we could have prepared ourselves. <laughs> I could have cancelled the bed. Well, that's okay. For no, but you need a big sake. bed, right? No, yeah. he could sleep in a fucking shoebox, this cunt. I tell you, mate. He's so small. <laughs> he could sleep in my pocket. I'd like it, though, wouldn't I? <laughs> I don't know, would you? <laughs> What's in it? What else is in it with me? Um, What's there? Probably some used chewing gum. Nice. Some mm. belly button fluff. You can fashion a chewing gum into anything you want. But yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to think of like where that joke could go. Just Joe in Adam's pocket, like making shapes out of the gum. Was that like a sex thing or? A- yeah, yeah. I was, I was basically bu- plugging myself okay. in a piece of chewing gum. Come back in two hours, Adam. I'll, I'll make something else out of it. Who's that? <laughs> that's Joe. That's me, that's me being massively really amazing. Small. Okay. Oh yeah, because a tiny device is yeah, exactly. high. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh hello, I'm in your pocket. Now, okay, so Adam. <laughs> You uh, you just told me you got your your PS5 in the mail. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Bigsy post box. Well, it's funny because um, yeah, it was, I was trying really hard 
to get one and uh, it was sold out everywhere wasn't it? I always left it to the last minute to get one and then um, managed to jump on one of these like stocking farmer things these, like Joe's I think you were on it as well weren't you Joe and it just popped yeah, up yeah, so I good. got it and managed to get one and it said it's going to be delivered on 24th of December I'm like oh that's not fucking good is it and it, it got delivered yesterday or the day before but I was heading to work and it said we'll deliver it between this time and this time and I thought fucking hell I'm not going to be here so I left a lovely little note outside please leave with the neighbour smiley face and when I came back from work he wrote a little note in it saying I've left it with the neighbour smiley face <laughs> uh, yeah I went round to the neighbour and got it and uh, I haven't played it yet because I've fucking been waiting for Joe to fucking say join here at four o'clock I, w- I was here at four o'clock <laughs> I was here I know I'm joking <laughs> so I've got PS4 now yeah a PS5 <laughs> PS5 <laughs> After okay. all that, they bring you a Nintendo, like, oh, fuck. No, no, yeah, because a lot of people have been scammed, haven't they? But, yeah, I've got a PS5 now, but it's looking at me, and it's beautiful. It's massive. Are you getting the Xbox as well? I'd like to at some point, yeah. I think I will, too. You know what? It's because of you, Adam, when you started going off about Game Pass. I, well, I yeah. I got my Xbox, because I, I bought a used Xbox One, like, last year. Tough times. And so I said, oh, fuck it. I brought it out of the cupboard. I signed up for Game Pass, and I've been playing... Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, which I just beat. Now I'm playing the sequel. I think I would like to have both, to be honest, to have a, yeah. a new Xbox and a new... Because uh, Game Pass is a cool service. It got to the point now where I thought, whatever I get first, I'll enjoy. But yeah, the Game Pass thing is a, is a, is a belter for me to be able to play that. And I, I would have liked to have played games with our James and Monox. Uh, and he's got an Xbox, hasn't he? Um, uh, Xbox. But I think it's, it got to that point where I just wanted the next gen. It didn't matter what it was. I'm going to get the other one eventually. Uh, but the PS5 is low. I've turned it on, just changed a few things, configured it a little bit, and it just popped up, and it went, oh, nice. And I thought, oh, fuck, it's four o'clock. So, uh, I'm here. <laughs> but it's beautiful. The, the controller's beautiful. But the actual, I think the console... Like the size of it's fucking massive. I think James is actually living in it at the moment. <laughs> I think he's on ninety seventh fucking floor. Well, I'm happy for you. I mean, like, I don't think I'll get my hands on one of these things until they come back in stock again. Like, did you get some games? Let's have a look here. I've got uh, Spider Man, Miles Morales. Because Joe, didn't you say they've got an update now with ray tracing? Yeah, right they now? just did. Uh, well, no, they had ray tracing before, but they FPS. But now they've they had sixty FPS mode, but with the ray tracing turned on. But now they've done one way. But on. isn't the sixty frames a second after? Uh, ray tracing mode in 1080p no it's 40 and 40 I think okay this is what people pay for James alright I've got patrons this is why I've been away for 4 years yeah. <laughs> well I tell you what you've been away for so long that you've missed out on all the great music like the track we're gonna listen to right now uh, I'm talking about System Glitch and Dimmy K with a Christmas classic it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 club I'm talking about A Star Apart Restless Nights Honeybeard Tim Carlton and Johnny Five Merry Christmas all you guys thank you so much for supporting Beyond Synth Merry Christmas like I said and now let's listen uh, to this, this is System Glitch and Demi K with Carol of the Bells.
All right, and that was System Glitch and Dimmy K uh, with Carol of the Bells. It's my favorite Christmas song, so it's always fun to hear that. Uh, I think we're probably going to hear some other versions of uh, Carol of the Bells as well. And that, of course, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Kemsen, Kenjuru, Martin Larby, and Blake Peterson. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I hope you have a lovely Christmas. And speaking of which, if you listen very carefully in the background, I think we are listening to Kimonos at Christmas by Alpha Chrome Yeo. And we're uh, we're here with Lucasette, all all the original members. You know, we're talking uh, Adam McNabb and Joe Wood and James Nalipa, you know, and it's it's fun to have you all back together again. I think the listeners will be very mm, excited. I'd probably say not this year. Well, it's too late. Look, the point is, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Joe, I think it was Joe. Joe, are you in the bathtub? I heard like a water, like a swish through water. Oh, it's me. No, I'm having a drink of water. (laughs) Fucking boring. (laughs) It is is really boring, isn't it? Look, well, well, let's, here, we'll we'll fucking... uh, Andy, come on, earn your pennies now. Come on, we need that five-star, we need that five-star rating. Pull pull us together. I don't recall ever getting a five-star rating, but I will operate as if I have one. And I will say... Actually, do you have a review system in place? I wouldn't want to see those reviews. Not after this podcast. Everyone seems to love it, because you've... I think Andy's spaceship show, if anyone's ever seen it, is fucking brilliant. Yeah, people seem to enjoy that one. I'm going to make more. We're going to make more. Who? All of us. What character have you got for James? I think James should be a puddle of sick on the floor that <clears> no <throat> one wants to clean up and just superimpose a puppet face on it. <laughs> this sounds complicated now. I'm going to need some like, oh, CGI. No, just, oh, oh, you just get lips. You just get lips. Like, you know, you just get your mouth moving going blah, 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 blah. But like, just have just sick on the floor and it's... <laughs> It's morphed into a fucking puppet or something. I think we have slightly different uh, <laughs> interpretations of what the show is. Well, it can either go two ways, can't it? it can either flop <laughs> and only or two. <laughs> There's only two ways. Fifty-fifty. Up or down? Uh, oh, for fuck's sake! Who's who's come to door now? Ah, uh, the wife's back. <laughs> is she the Hulk? <laughs> she is the Hulk. She's just ripped the door. <laughs> uh oh! Fire alarm. <laughs> Oh, oh. That's what fish is a fucking joke. What's happening? Did you set your fish cakes on fire? No, chips are going in. Chips are going in now, guys. The chips are going in. Yeah. Ten minutes left, please. Are you using an exclusive recipe? Do you want to tell everybody the the Christmas recipe? Can't or is this just out of a sack? <laughs> Come out of a sack. I don't think you should ever refer to anything as coming out of a sack when it's from the freezer. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's some Marks and Spencer's fish cakes and some McCain's french fries. What is a fish cake? I think you've answered your own question there. Do you want the ingredients of a fish cake? Well, like, is it mushed up fish in in yeah. sort of like a potato-y Correct, yeah, batter? correct. Okay. Correct. Not, not, not so much a batter, but... What is it, like 95% ash, yeah. 5% fish, and not 0.2% potassium nitrate? Well, listen, but we need that to live, right? That's one of the most important potassiums. No, oh, is it? I, just made, I, I thought I just made it up. No, it exists. It's real. Well, I feel stupid. Potassium nitrate? I thought it was poisonous, to be fair. That's Actually, what why is, I haven't been on, eating what? it. I wondered why my teeth were falling out. <laughs> what is potassium? Hold on, let me look it up. I'm sure potassium nitrate congridisis... Is something really, really I'm sure it's poisonous, isn't it? Potassium nitrate. According, okay. 
To all our readers in Canada, please don't scroll past this. This Sunday, for the first time recently, we humbly ask you to defend Wikipedia's independence. Uh, that, oh no, this is Wikipedia Just telling me that... Just skip it. <laughs> Nobody cares. So instead of learning about potassium nitrate, I would like to tell everybody to donate two seventy five to Wikipedia a month. I think just in general. Ah, but anyone could just write shit on there, couldn't they? Yes. So why would you be purporting that? Purporting, promoting. <laughs> oh, we'll purport it, all right. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, people like Wikipedia as a source for stuff. Potassium cheesecakes. Potassium nitrate is in fertilizers and tree stump removal. <laughs> Rocket propellant and fireworks Oh right so we all need that Do we Andy you it is, fucking dickhead It's one of the major constituents of gunpowder <laughs> Hang on is this in fish cakes as well Hi hi my name's Andy Sims We all need potassium nitrate hey. to function In daily daily hey, tasks hey, in, in, in processed meats Potassium nitrate reacts with the hemoglobin To generate the pink colour to generate erections. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Merry Christmas, everybody. I wonder if there's any scientists that listen to your show, Andy. There is, but why did you say it like that? (laughs) Because he'll be shouting at he or she she will be shouting at the radio going, it's fucking edible. Well, hold hold on. Women can't be scientists. But the thing is, oh, 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 oh. 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 Anyway. No, that's actually no. I do. I do have lots of. Uh, I have lots of clever listeners. I do have some. Uh, some ladies that work in labs, actually. Right, but what you said earlier was not really nice, was it? <laughs> but look, if I didn't make that joke, then we wouldn't have got that uh, weird chorus of sex noises. So uh, anyway, look, man. <laughs> Uh, you know what it's time for. Here's another fucking song. That's right. So let's uh, <laughs> let's listen to this. Uh, it's a Christmas track from Heart Racer, and it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, there's Ashley Keegan with the 2049. Thank you, Ashley Keegan. Merry Christmas to you. And Badge Mickelson with the 1986. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you have a very 1986 Christmas. Thank you so much for supporting the show. You're a cool guy. All right, now let's listen to this this is alone at christmas by heart racer
All right, and that was Heart Racer with Alone at Christmas. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's the Buchelman sisters in the 1985 club, Sarah and Rachel. Merry Christmas, Sarah and Rachel Buchelman. Thank you so much for your support. You guys are awesome. Uh, kind of like this music we're sort of listening to in the background right now. Some more Christmas tunes. This is Tommy uh, with the track Winter Mornings, who I believe is now Tommy86. But I think he made this back when he was just called Tommy. To let everybody know, a lot of the Christmas tracks I'm playing in the background right now are from the Retro Promenade Christmas compilations. And there's a whole bunch of them that you can check out uh, at Retro Promenade's uh, Bandcamp if you need some uh, Christmas tunes and stuff like that. But right now, we are back here. Christmas with Lucaset. Lucaset Reunion. Do we have any serious fucking agenda on this call or not? I have no agenda. I wish I did. I think he never prepares Alt James because he knows it, we will never follow it. Yeah. And if you think about it, it would actually. This is actually a really good podcast if you think about it when you look back on it yeah, it's <laughs> that's the only way to ever think that it's good though is it's like when in a the memory? world ends and you look back on this podcast you think actually this podcast wasn't so bad <laughs> compared to and then you just see a nuclear you're cloud about, like yeah, just you're about to in. be executed James <laughs> you know you're about to be t- hung drawn and quartered and you look back and go actually I took this podcast for granted. Hey, man. It's okay to take it for granted. I'm Look, I am a welcoming hand, all right, for people in times of need and uh, and to spread Christmas cheer. Andy, what are you, what are you doing this Christmas, Andy, lad? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go outside and yell at people until I get punched. Cool. <laughs> it's the only way I can get off. Cheerful. How's that rat? Uh, it's dead. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I had a, I had a rat, uh, and it literally outsmarted us for like a month and a half, and it was embarrassing because I'm like, this rat is winning. Like, I was actually stressed out because I couldn't catch it. You know what? I had a nightmare, like in you know, in the movies when someone has like a nightmare that relates to like the actual plot of the film, and then they wake up. And then they go back to bed, and, it, and it, you think it's real, but it turns out to be a dream. Yes. I literally had that happen in my life for the first time because of this rat, where, like, I had a dream, the rat jumped on the bed, and then I woke up like, oh, my God! I'm like, oh, fuck me. I went back to sleep, had another dream where the rat jumped on the bed again, oh. and I woke up terrified, and it was a dream again, and it was like, this is like a fucking shitty movie where, like, <laughs> they keep the guy keeps waking up because it's a dream sequence. It would have been so good, though, if, it, if you did have them dreams twice, and then the second one, it, it was on your bed, and it gives your fucking money, you cunt. And it, 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 <laughs> well, at least I could have tried to grab it or something, like, because the rat was in my room. Thing is, you say all this shit, though. You say all this shit. You know when you, you, know when people say, oh, next time that rat comes around, my house I'm going to fucking kick its head in right but when you see a mouse <laughs> you know what people do say rat, that a lot right? yeah, when you do see a mouse or a rat you fucking shit yourself when it runs you do I'm you do. okay so you do I will say this there are things that that I'm not that I'm like squeamish around or whatever but that rat was actually in my room for real hmm. so like there was a point where I leaned over the bed at like three in the morning, exhausted. And I'm like, oh, and I looked over, and the rat was just there. What sort of hovel do you live in? Well, <laughs> well, it's the ba- that's that's Canada's bailiffs. <laughs> he hasn't paid his bills, so yeah. they come round. <laughs> I live under Joe's bed. So the thing was, right? I was so tired that normally you would think like, oh, fuck, Andy's going to be terrified and he's going to pee the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually just leaned over, looked at the rat, and I was so tired. I'm like, <laughs> fuck this, and I went to sleep. Like, because I was just like, fuck, like, what am I supposed to do? 
So just again, just again, what sort of hovel do you live in? <laughs> I can just imagine Andy just waking up and going, all right. <laughs> No, that's ex- it's exactly what happened. Like my wife was like, "Oh fuck this!" She went and slept in the kids' room because she- and left me to sleep in there. And I'm like, "All right, fine." And then the rat ended up in that room too. <laughs> he just wants someone to talk to. Andy. Anyway, the point is, we caught it. All right, I put some bacon on a trap. <laughs> Did <laughs> you put some pancakes and maple syrup as well? Yeah, I gave him a proper English breakfast and then I snapped his neck with a metal bar. Oh, did you actually twat him? Well, no, like, I mean, the trap did it. I'm taking oh, credit right. for the trap. Why did a bell All just right. ring? I swear to God, next time I see that rat, boys, <laughs> I'm going to deck him. No, it was uh, it was crazy, man. Like, he was, like, just outsmarting us. <laughs> what's, what's the prison movie where they dig the hole in the wall to escape? Uh, that's, uh, that's Glory Hole. That's Glory yeah. Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Glory Hole 2. <laughs> Glory <laughs> Hole. Glory Hole Vermin. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so just like in the movie Glory Hole 2, uh, uh, subtitle... Glory is rat. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, just like in Glory Hole 2, Glorious Rat. Just don't look through. Just don't look. There was a, there was a, like, it had dug a hole behind a cupboard. And I was like, I noticed something was wrong. I was like, hey, there's like some, some dirt here. And and I looked and he had he dug a hole through the wall. Did he leave a little poster on it under? Yeah, yeah. Was he outside in a pond looking up at the rain? So, anyway. <laughs> Ratty Dufresne. <laughs> Crawled through 500 centimeters of shit. Anyway, it was. It, this is the first time I've ever had to deal with this in my life. I've never seen a rat before. We've had mice. Like, you have little tiny mice in your house or whatever. And like, But uh, a rat, uh, he actually, like, the, the mouse traps weren't good enough for it. Like, he could, like, set them off and run away. Well, that's because mouse traps are for mice. That is correct. You need a fucking... You need a raspberry. Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, that's why everyone's just like, oh, get a cat. Like, I'm going to get a cat and put him into the fucking ceiling, like, in the movie <laughs> Alien, and, like, let him, like, run around in there. Raspberry's had two. Two rats. Really? I sure. Yeah, not sex, you know. That's get gotten. <laughs> Wait a second, but you're you have a tiny dog, like it's still capable of catching rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practically, it's a rat. I don't. It might, I don't know how big they are in Canada. Well, I think. Are you sure it's not a, a mouse that she catches? No, it's, a, it's definitely a rat because she'll get some. She like does the ragging thing, you know, like what your terriers do. Perception of size is hindered, isn't it? <laughs> but, but, but by my own size of face <laughs> and body. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to throw to a song, Adam? No. <laughs> Fucking Merry Christmas everybody. Uh, here, let's listen to uh, let's listen to another track. You know, I got a Christmas ditty here from VHXRR, uh, uh, who I had on the show earlier this year and they put out a holiday track and uh, this one is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $15 club, we got Prophet of Jupiter, Hampus ML, and Chatterack. Merry Christmas to you guys, and thank you so much for supporting the show. And now, let's listen to this. This is One Christmas Catalog by VHXRR. Merry Christmas. Yesterday Statues 
right, and that was One Christmas Catalog by VHXRR. Uh, if you want to know more about those guys, you can listen to uh, earlier this season when I had them uh, both on the show. That's Von Herzog and Rob Rowe with a, with a cool collaboration, and uh, I suggest you go check it out. And, oh yeah, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, we got Luke Jackson, Mads Baron Christensen, Skywolf, like we mentioned before, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Salaya Lane. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Chris Alaya. And uh, we are back here with Lucaset. I think right now, what are, what are we listening to in the background? We have uh, Future Hollow Tape with a track called The Release. And uh, yeah, and look, we are we are having a Lucaset Christmas, all right? Happy, happy Christmas, everybody, one and all. We're here with, with all the Lucaset uh, boys, the James and Adam and Joe. Oh, it's, I tell you what, it's so good to have James back because James didn't have a keyboard or like. I've got bloody note, lad. Yeah, because when you first moved to Dubai, you didn't take anything with you. Yeah, no, I didn't take anything. I bought, I bought an iMac recently during lockdown, I bought a keyboard. I don't have an audio interface or any speakers yet. You don't need one. No, no you don't, don't need one. So we're gonna we're gonna hopefully when Joe fixes his fucking bed, we're gonna all gonna work together and uh, I like how it all depends on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. You're the focal point today, you little twat. <laughs> all the music is made from the bed. The bed of piss. <laughs> Joe's piss bed and glory rat hole. <laughs> This is what I love is whenever I go in without a plan and I just go, okay, we're just going to do a Christmas episode. And I love that now the theme of this episode is going to be a bed of piss. Mm. (laughs) Gloria. Christmas 2020. Mind you, that does sum up this year quite nicely, actually. Yeah, If we're going to like put 2020 into a metaphor, it's a bed filled with piss that's just spraying everywhere. (laughs) It's an ottoman, so you could lift it up and fill the bottom bit with shit. (laughs) I was gonna say that's more fitting, isn't it? A, a bed of diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bed of piss would have been a good year. Yeah, exactly. It has been fucking shit, hasn't it? Yeah. That was 2019. Remember that that year? What? 2019. That was a pissy bed year. Ooh, no, you got married. <laughs> oh no, I did. Yeah, no, that was quite excellent, actually. <laughs> well, no, but that's the whole point, right? Is in comparison, just like this podcast is better than being murdered. Yeah, uh, yeah, a yeah, bed but... full of piss is better than a bed full of shit. Hmm? But after this year, no one can take any years for granted. That is definitely true. You can't say it's been a shit because 2020. You were there, man. You were. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you were. In which case, it was shit. Yeah. Yeah. On on an actual serious note, I feel like when I do finally, like, hang out with my friends again, which I haven't really done, I'm going to be hugging a lot of people. But do they want to hug you? I don't care. (laughs) I miss just hanging out. Physical interaction, that sort of Mm. thing. Intercourse. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I, I do. Ever since being married, I do miss intercourse. And would you take one of the vaccines that's available now, Andy Sin? You know what? Yeah. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. I want the mRNA one, though, because it's a new tech. I'm excited about new tech. Technology. It's not cyberpunk, Andy. You don't get upgraded stuff when you get injected <laughs> with stuff. Well, you kind of do. You know, it's it's upgrading your immune system, technically. Technically correct. Technically correct. But would you risk the uh, unknown over the more traditional vaccines? Well, but my understanding is, like, the mRNA vaccine, like, that it's, like, safer, right? And, like, more effective? Because, like, your body needs to see the protein spike from the virus in order to generate the antibodies. So for, like, the old school vaccines, they, like, grow the virus in a lab and, and purify away as much of the virus, but they try and keep all the spikes. So it's, like, 
It's like they're injecting you with a weakened form of like the actual semen. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Some diluted semen. This one's this one's just boosting it, isn't it? It's just boosting your immune system. Well, I mean, they all boost your immune system, right? But like the, the mRNA is like uh, what is it? So it's like it's messenger DNA. So instead of injecting you with like the inert virus to trigger your immune response, the messenger RNA tricks your cells so that your own cells like make the spike as if the virus was there making them, but it actually isn't. And then like the mRNA just disappears. But I thought the vaccine just just stops the progression of it. It doesn't like stop you from getting it. Well, it's priming your immune system to fight it off, right? So, but this way you don't need to grow the virus with the spikes in a lab. The mRNA just gets your own cells to grow the spike protein, and then your immune system will get triggered because it sees the spike without ever having to inject you with actual like purified virus. You know, I, I look. I'm just pretending to know things. I don't know. Is that the Pfizer one, the one we've just started? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So the American ones are the, the two that Andy's talking about. And the uh, AstraZeneca Oxford one is the more traditional one. That's the cheap one, isn't it? Cheap one. But that's the one. That's the one most like a flu jab, then, isn't it? The one that Oxford have done. Yeah, it's the classic like ferment the virus in a lab and try and grow the protein spikes. But like, but even though like the mRNA one sounds neat, uh, you know, there's still like pros and cons. Like the show. Yeah, <laughs> this is mostly cons. But like <laughs> the the Pfizer one. It's like, uh, it's the effectiveness is higher, but it has to be kept at like sub zero temperatures to be stored. Oh, yeah. So, like, the only way to transport it is in like fucking things that are like negative like 80 degrees in order to. 70. Is it 70? Okay. Yeah, it's 70. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Come on. I know, I know people always come to this show to fucking hear about uh, vaccine facts. Get your facts right, Andy. If you're going to fucking start talking about this shit, fuck. Your scientist mates are going to be fucking shouting at this show. <laughs> well, if they're shouting at the show, at least they're engaged, right? That's uh, but for like, I, but as for the vaccine, uh, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Fuck it. Huh? Put the needle in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it goes. Um, what about the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just want the needle. Oh dear, dear. Bloody hell. So. Um, cyberpunk then cyberpunk then 2077 what you, what's your thoughts well how about this no how about no. we listen to a song and then we uh, talk about our thoughts fucking songs man what is this a fucking song podcast I don't know <laughs> it is today this is, I'm doing something very special for Christmas which is to play music what's that in the background Slidia preparing my dinner Sounds like a tank. <laughs> She's angry at all this science talk. Look, let's listen to some music, all right? And then we'll uh, talk a bit about cyberpunk. Uh, I got a track here from D Notive, all right? This is a, uh, a cover of the John Williams score from Home Alone. Uh, this is a cool track. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Oh, I've just been informed. This is breaking news. Uh, we got patron Dennis LaFunk. Dennis LaFunk, returning patron to Beyond Sin. Thank Thank you, Dennis, for supporting the show. Oh, and Dennis also sent me a message. He said, uh, hey, Andy, I just want to thank you for always supporting me. Wishing all the Beyond Synth listeners a happy Christmas. Stay healthy. You too, Dennis LaFunk. Uh, if you don't know Dennis, he's a uh, guest DJ'd on the show a few times, and he also makes mixes, which you can find on SoundCloud. Just type in Dennis LaFunk. And thanks for supporting the show. And now, here is D-Notive with a cover of Setting the Trap. From home alone. Yeah. 
All right, and that was Setting the Trap, a cover of uh, the Home Alone John Williams score, and that was by D-Notive, and uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club. We got Fraser Davidson, Andrew, Mr. Magoo Samurai, Blonde John, Pack, Lucas Smith, Energon Cube, Slade, and Watch Clark. Merry Christmas, all you guys. You are awesome. All right, and uh, oh, and we're also listening to some uh, some Phaserland. You can hear Phaserland in the background with his Christmas track Red, Green, and Jolly. And uh, we're here with Lucasette, man. We've been having a lovely Lucasette Christmas. <laughs> Uh, that was the chime to say that we're back on air. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, Cyberpunk is out. And I think, based on the reviews, I'm going to wait until maybe some of the bugs are patched. And I have a next-gen system. Yeah, it's very, very mixed, isn't it, Andy? <laughs> I thought it was just more the... I think it's just majority. It just glitches, isn't it? Bye, guys. I'm going to go do a bed. <laughs> I thought you'd finished it. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been, what do you think I'm doing? I'm sat here doing a podcast. You haven't even spoken for the past two mm. hours? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, there's definitely... Some peaks and troughs earlier on. Okay, hold on, Joe. Yeah. Oh God. What? <laughs> What's going on? Okay. When you say you have to assemble the bed, is it like a complicated frame, or is it literally just a frame with a mattress on it? No, it's a giant thing. You should always have a plan B, Joe. That's why I always say. Well, what I was gonna do was take my laptop up and swap to AirPods. Oh, go on then. Yeah, go and do that then. Bye. I'll come back. Okay. 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 So I will just let the audience know that Joe has now Hello? decided to assemble his bed. He's been very talkative this whole episode, and we will miss his input. <laughs> Nothing but talking. Anyway, back to Cyberpunk. Batgraft was um, was playing it, and he said it was like playing Metal Gear Solid 1 on his PS1. Was it Batgraft that said that? Well, some no, a lot of people have said it. Like, a lot of the reviews I've oh. read are focusing on the glitches and bugs, which, fair enough, like, it's a big open-world RPG, like... But, mate, they fucking rushed it. I knew they were going to rush it. Like, well, and I know they've had seven years. I think it came first... Remember when it first had a little snippet of it in back in 2013, I think it was? And uh, I thought this was going to be ace if they ever do kick it off. And Mitch Murder were all over it. He was creaming in his pants when he when he saw this, and he were like, you know, <laughs> made some music for it and stuff. And obviously, you know, when publishers get involved and say, look, we've pummeled a lot of money into this, so get it done, get it done. Um, that's why I think... Uh, is the campaign, like, six, seven hours or something? And why is the fucking rustling on a fucking what are you eating toast I told you fish cakes and chips lad <laughs> but fucking I'll just, I, I don't want to hear you chewing it though I'm trying to be as quiet as fucking possible I've got my gear on <laughs> Can you put your house on as well, mate? Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's only six hours long, the main campaign, but the side quests make up for it. But if they'd have had more longer, and they'd, like I said, just had a bit longer time to finish it, I reckon the campaign would have been a hell of a lot longer for an RPG. And uh, and then we're going to have to wait two years for multiplayer now, aren't we? Or something. You know, you, you, you accept a certain amount of uh, inconsistencies when it's a big open world game, and it looks like it's pretty ambitious. But I don't think it's going to hurt to wait. No. It looks like the PS4 version and the regular Xbox Xbox version are taking like a hit graphics wise and stuff too so I'm like yeah you know I mean I'll that's wait. what we say to our look at set fans it doesn't hurt to wait does it ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm sure whatever you come out with will be you know we're not going to need a day one patch right you, you finally come out with a song and then go oh yeah you're all going to carve a glory hole into the nearest wall that's what you're going to do can you hear me hey man yeah well, can you hear you this sounds terrible it, it sounds <laughs> awful like you're down a fucking manhole <laughs> Yeah, it sounds horrible, man. What? <laughs> Wait, don't Can you, you have hear a- me? 
You down a Glorio? It sounds like he's in my pocket, meddling with that chewing gum. Just checking my recording. So I'm recording through my laptop microphone. I'm here in Joe's bed. <laughs> and the traffic is horrendous. Yeah. There are queues miles high, <laughs> miles away, with piss. There's shitloads of piss. <laughs> There's shit everywhere. <laughs> Stupid. Listen, man, the point is, I'm I'm going to wait to play Cyberpunk just because I don't want a game that's going to fucking crash every two minutes. And no. according to a lot of people I've talked to who have played it, they do say that the game kind of crashes a lot. A mate sent me a YouTube video of, you know, the trailer when he's on the tubes and it's coming out and, it's, and, it, and it says, welcome to Cyberpunk 2077. And it comes out, it shows you the outside world. And it's like like next gen inside the carriage. But when he's looking out the window, it goes to like PlayStation 1, like pixelated <laughs> buildings. <laughs> and then it just <laughs> It's about to say coming soon, and the fucking computer crashes, and it says error on PS4. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Whatever, but I mean, you've got your PS5 now. You've got Spider Man, so that'll keep you busy. Yeah, I haven't played it yet though, because uh, I was waiting for someone. Yeah, hey, uh, what's uh, what are you all getting for Christmas? Oh well, surprise. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Who was that? How's the North Pole? It sounds like you're in fucking hell, mate. Look, sounds like you're in a blizzard. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna listen to another track, man, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about Christmas time. How about it's that? It's the most wonderful time of the year. And look, let's listen to this song now from Eurotics. Uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the ten dollar club. So a big Merry Christmas to Neverman, Pudnuts, Joshua Winter, Pump Action Foreskin, Gary Heather, Knight of Ducks, Andrew Benson, and the Patch Bay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Hope you're having a great Christmas. Now, let's listen to this. This is Eurotics with He'll Be Home for Christmas.
In time to trim my Christmas tree I'll wait impatiently Like boys and girls all over the world Right, and that was Eurotics with He'll Be Home for Christmas. And I was listening to that. I thought he was talking about Santa at first, but now I think he's talking about getting it on with some dude for Christmas time. So Merry Christmas to you guys. Christmas time is a perfect time to get it on with some dude at Christmas. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club. We got Barry007, Tristan Waits, Polly Digital, Matthew Lister, Will Lowe, and Skunk Raider. So Merry Christmas, all you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. I hope you are having a happy Christmas. And of course, right now in the background, we're listening to some uh, some Christmas tunes. I think we're listening to some Time Cop 1983 with his uh, Christmas track, Mistletoe Fantasies. And uh, we're having a, a look set Christmas. It's a bit of a fucking mess but hey you know what that's what this is all about as always all right people wouldn't be tuning in if this was uh, mm, about fuck-ups about learning from your mistakes andy well we're about to enter season nine of beyond synth and i'm not sure if i've learned it oh, mate season nine jesus christ that's that's a that's an amazing feat well yeah this is episode 260 what is this is your dad very proud of you <laughs> and your mom not at all no oh. <laughs> Uh, my it's mom great, doesn't even no, mate, get this. Mate, you know, like to keep this going for like nine seasons, it's almost like you're going to peak like The Simpsons, aren't you? Oh, it peaked in like episode twelve. Are you really struggling to get a job that badly? <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Four years of unemployment for you, Andy. This is uh, I'm doing this full time, man. That's what I do. Yeah, you could be like James and eating fish cakes and chips <laughs> in Dubai. <laughs> How can you afford this apartment, Jace? Fucking hell. Just look at the meals I'm cooking. <laughs> Glamorous life out here. And he's got plenty of tet to spare. Well, look, uh, I don't know. I, 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 uh... <laughs> it's lost for words. <laughs> you know what? You know when Andy is trying to rein it in, right? You know when he's doing this is when he's like, when we've all finished, he's like, "Listen, man." <laughs> he always says that when things have gone shit and it's gone to pot, and he wants to rein it back, and he's like, uh, ha, 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 "Listen, man." <laughs> Has anyone seen Tenet? No, really want to watch it. I watched the first twenty minutes yesterday and fell asleep. I think that's what Joe's doing now, isn't it? <laughs> no, I think Joe fell in the toilet. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> in Mars. <laughs> so no one's seen Tenet. Oh, yeah, no. only the first twenty minutes. It's, I got to the point where they were talking about backwards bullets, and then I was I was really tired yesterday. So is it good though? I don't know. 
I don't know. What would you give it, James? If you had to give a five-word review on Tenet, what would you give it? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? Is yeah. happening. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah from the first five. 20, like, I like Christopher Nolan movies. So I know there's some people who don't like his style. I do, but I did find it to be really dense. Like, it's sort of, like, it's designed to be confusing. That's what I got from, like, the first 20 minutes. I'm just like, mm. are you supposed to know what's happening? Like, is it's just, you're in one place, and then you're in another place, and then dude's killed, and then he's alive, and then there's bullets that go backwards, and then they're bungee jumping off some building, and it was just sort of don't like... Don't ruin it for me, for fuck's sake, Andy. Well, this was all in the trailer. So you just watched the trailer, then? That's why... <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Fucking 20 minute trailer. Pretty much. It is horribly confusing. Well, and I found Inception confusing. Oh, if you thought Inception was confusing, right? Don't even bother. All right. I mean, this is unbelievably confusing. Okay. And it's a bit heartless as well. It feels a little bit cold. There's no meat. There's no tenderness to it. That's Christopher Nolan's style, though, sort of like. No, but it's not. It's not because you've got good stories in. Inception's brilliant. Dunkirk's amazing. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I'm an idiot. What? I think Joe's in Dunkirk now, I think. <laughs> 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 I, I'm going to take the mother bolt off. You, uh, forgot, you, you forgot to take the mother bolt off? Something, yeah, bolt I heard. All right, good. So, Dun- so Dunkirk, so amazing. Is the, the last half of this show is going to be us trying to uh, decipher what Joe is saying. It's almost like he's in that TV in Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken the world out. <laughs> but I would, I would say, other, I mean, I love Christopher Nolan movies, but like Inception, I wasn't particularly emotionally involved in. I just think it's a really cool movie, but I wasn't like sad or happy that they no. completed their mission or anything. Well, I, yeah, I, I haven't finished it completely. But there's something there, though. There's some, like, there's something there. Whereas in Tenet, there's just nothing there. But yeah, I've never seen, I've seen it. I, I haven't seen Dunkirk. I want to see that. Oh, that in the cinema was fucking unreal. In IMAX, yeah. Weren't they only like? Didn't they only have like a hundred extras or something in background to do that? No, I don't think. I think he doesn't use CGI. Yeah, he, so you only had like. Was there? Thousands, did because there were a lot of soldiers there. Oh, careful! Okay. <laughs> careful, Adam. Careful, everybody! If you're watching, careful. I just fell into my guitar. Guitar. Oh, is, she, is, she, is she in the TV with you now? I love this show. It's just been <laughs> off the rails and somehow it's become more confusing. It's, it's actually getting better. Sorry, Interstellar is my oh, favourite film. Yes, mate, yes. Interstellar was cool. Hands down, favourite film. Yeah. Actually, you know, Interstellar, I found it had like an emotional kind of core to it that I... Oh, massively. Massively. Oh, it was, I thought it was brilliant. And the score Absolutely. is awesome. Although... The score is the best thing I've ever read. Yeah. I did see a video that said Hans Zimmer stole some of it. Really? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a song you can hear that's uh, it, like similar. What Steamy Windows by Tina Turner? Yeah, that's the one. I tell you who stole off Hans Zimmer though. You know the bit where I think it's I don't know if it's Mountains, the track Mountains or Coward. But if you listen to that Casa de Papel, you know the How- Money Heist on Netflix. There's a there's a bit in their show. And I was actually listening to it, and I'm going, fucking hell, what's Hans Zimmer doing on this? And then I realised that they've actually stole his sequence of, like, his chord sequence and, like, the way he builds up and builds and builds and builds. And um, I wrote off to them, but I didn't hear anything back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you know, I only found this out a few weeks ago uh, doing the show, that the Metal Gear theme was accused of being, like, a plagiarism? On what? This show? A Russian (laughs) opera 
Oh, fuck. I don't remember what it was called now. Find it. If you type it in, like, Metal Gear theme, like, Russian, it was, uh... Why don't you do it? <laughs> well, we've seen how good I am when I fucking go look Metal for Metal Gear Solid what? Papushka's Garden or something. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, is that not. next to fucking Papushka's? I know that's I'm not, not what it is. I'm not typing that in here. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, mo- hold on. Metal Gear Solid, Pushkin, Pushkin's Garland. Push it in, push it back. In. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <clears throat> An unnamed Russian composer apparently alleged that the theme. The Metal Gear Solid theme was stolen from Russian composer Georgi Skurgsviradov. <laughs> Fuck off. Georgi Skurvy Mermaid. <laughs> Concerto Pushkin's Garland from 1970. Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Pushkin back in <laughs> by Skurvy Mermaid. Right, Listen. We're, we're gonna listen to a track, okay? We're gonna listen to some Christmas music, and we're Are gonna, we gonna get... listen to that track. Come and listen to it. Yeah, well, well, uh, well, how about this? We'll play a sample after we play a Christmas tune because this is Christmas time. So uh, here we go. Let's let's listen to this. <laughs> Fucking Pushkin. Oh, Pushkin. Uh, look, this is uh, Occam's Laser with a cool, fun, silly song. Not quite like his other music, but this one's still uh, fun to listen to. And it's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, we got IP68 with the 808. 786 is the Binkley Club. And then we get into the Donation of the Beast. Hey, perfect for an Occam's Laser track if this was one of his dark synth tunes, which it's not. But anyways, I want to thank uh, Nicholas Carl McNally, Franz Varga, Stagger, Big Baby D, Andrew, Evan Allen, Christian Quello, who I think sent me some music, so I gotta listen to that. I'll listen to it, Christian, I promise. And Schneedle Woods, alright? So thank you all for donating to Beyond Synth. Merry Christmas, you devilish fellows. And now uh, let's listen to this. This is Occam's Laser with Holiday Jam. The sacrificial lambs, sure, the whole day may cost a few plans, but it don't matter. You gotta see through pattern, hanging lights from the house, standing on a step ladder. Having fun, cause we want, and we know that we can. It's the holiday season that everybody jams. Drinking sherry like it's cola And Christmas cheer Catching on faster than Ebola Wrapping paper perforated Torn and thrown away And all the gifts scattered In an orderly way The presents might be precious But perpetually repurposed But the next year they'll be pushed Upon a pile of old possessions Relatives or relative You relic every reality Reacting almost radically Not making good impressions Man in red down the chimney came You brought the gifts But he takes the fame Birth the Christ Smile like birth of the man It's the holiday season That everybody dream Season 
was Occam's Laser with Holiday Jam, a track that is <laughs> very unlike any of his other music. Uh, but if you want to know more about Occam's Laser, you can listen to uh, earlier in the season, because I had Occam's Laser on the show this season as well. And that track was brought to you by uh, my awesome Patreon supporters with the donation of the Beast, the Triple Six. We're talking about Ivan, Thomas Berg, Akio Nakasone, David Lavalli Jr., Electromechanic, Rama Branch, Rama, uh, Cat Punk, Night Ride FM, Owen Magali, and Caffeinated Pixels. Mary Christmas to all of you, all right? I hope your Christmas is going okay. And if you listen very closely in the background, you can hear we're listening to some Night Raptor right now with his uh, Christmas tune, Holiday Nights. And uh, yeah, so look, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. We just learned... Merry Christmas. (laughs) From the TV. (laughs) (laughs) How's that well, Joe? (laughs) Help! <laughs> so, anyway, Pushkin's Garland. All right, so that was yeah. the uh... by Scurvy Murphy. Scurvy? Did you just sneeze, Joe? I said, what did we get? Scurvy? No, <laughs> I just can't believe. I was it. asking as if any of us had scurvy. Oh, I'm in domestic hell. Wait, Joe, are our voices fucked up to you? Yeah, so they're like in 8,000 hertz, mono, 8 bits. Well, that means <laughs> nothing to us, Joe, for fuck's sake. I know. <laughs> it's something to do with Bluetooth. If you're using Bluetooth, you have to use the lower quality thing, but that's why I've got my Mac. In English, Point Dexter. In English, Point Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> this is a mess. Oh, Andy, this is going to be a horrible edit, by the way. That'll be, that'll be a horrible thing. Well, that's why I'm glad we're recording this in advance. This is probably going to take me, like, fucking four years to piece together. <laughs> this is going to be your finest work yet. <laughs> yes, yes. What did you think to Ex Machina? What? Do you like Ex Machina? don't think I've seen it. <gasps> Mate, watch Ex Machina. It'll blow your fucking knickers off. Yeah, that was a good movie. Oh, mate, right up your street. Yeah, actually. Me, me. Can, can we not have Joe in this conversation? Wait. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll just listen to it like a podcast. Yeah, but when you laugh or make a noise, it'll come through. No, 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 that's what I mean. Don't unmute me. Yeah, ex machina, James. Give it a watch because the guy in it actually reminds me of you if you shaved your head and just kept your beard. Okay. And had a different face. Really good film, mate. Really good. It's like, um, in fact, I still need to watch Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, no, is it Beyond the Black Rainbow? Yeah. And I still need to watch Mandy with Nicolas Cage. That looks good. But he's also done another one. What's it called? That Colour Purple or something. And he done a purple something. Rainbow Purple or something. I don't think that's the same director, though, is it? I think it is, isn't it? Hold on. Let me check. You're talking about the sound of... The sound uh, of purple or something. The colour of... Sound, something like that. But anyway, J- yeah, James, watch that. It's up Thanks there. Yeah, it. it's up there with. Well, not it's up there with Interstellar because I, lo- I fucking think Interstellar is probably one of my favourite sci-fi's with Blade Runner. I ain't seen the new Blade. Oh, the latest Blade Runner yet. So don't tell me anything. No spoilers. But no, uh, uh, hold on. Oh, I keep oh, holding uh, Blade Runner off because I just, I just he can't. did not direct right. it. Do- it's a bit slow, isn't it, Blade Runner? Yeah, but the first one's even slower, apparently. That's yeah. because I think Wait, they're still, you've not they're still seen filmed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. No, I ain't seen it. Uh, I have. 
I have. I thought it was good. No, I thought no, it was good. No, 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 no spoilers, please, and I'll fucking twat you. Okay, no, I won't. But I'm I'm just saying, of of all the things, you know, since we're part of this fucking whole, like, 80s revival retro scene and stuff, a lot of times people don't do it the way that I like. Hmm. Whereas, like, the, the joke bone. is always, you know, oh, we'll do a thing that's a comedy, and there'll be a guy with a mullet, and, and there'll be, like, a parody of cop movies and stuff and very few of the actual sequels I think were done properly so I say Blade Runner was good Mm -hmm. it was a proper film it was cool and I think Mm -hmm. Cobra Kai television series is good oh yeah it's meant to be good and I liked the Dark Crystal uh, Netflix series and that's pretty much it I think like all the other sequels it's like they treat it like a joke or they Mm -hmm. don't take it seriously and or they just think like to do something 80s it's all just you know have someone with fun Funny hair and have like an aerobic yeah. scene and play yeah. some synth wave and you're good and that's not what makes 80s movies good it's no. not the fucking hair it's not 80s the jackets. movies is what it makes 80s movies but um have you, I, I tell you what I'm getting into really bad 80s like B movies I've watched Samurai Cop a few years ago or was it Samurai Cop is awesome yeah but they brought a second one out didn't they with Tommy Wiseau fucking hell it looks horrible though I know I know mate it's like they know they've made it's like they're trying to make a bad film now yeah. I think but you can't, there's you can't one, do that if you want to watch one ladies and gents listeners of the Andy's uh, podcast uh, being voted the best podcast 2020 comparing it to COVID um, yeah. but right it's, <laughs> it's called right check it out put the instructor 1983 right on YouTube just type it in and there's a one clip I think it's like six minutes long but it's fucking gold and every time I feel in blue every time I'm feeling down after speaking to Andy, I put it on, <laughs> and it's it like honestly, it's comedy gold. It's it's not meant to be. The instructor is like a martial art film, but every martial art B movie film is fucking shit. But it's so shit, it's good. Anyway, watch that one, and there's a bit in it. I think it's five minutes in. The the the, the, the leader of the clan looks like Peter Crouch. <laughs> he looks like a seventies porn star, Peter Crouch. Right, he's got his big hairy chest and his massive fucking mutton chops and like his tash, and it's so badly acted. And there's a bit in it where I think fuck it well uh, to be fair when I watch all of it you go fucking hell this is great so watch it The Instructor 1983 type it into YouTube and watch it enjoy you're welcome Merry Christmas just going on back onto the 80s revival scene right don't you feel that a little bit in our genre where everything is just like overdone like yes a blue and pink neon yeah 80s car yeah on a grid yeah yes so overly done, yeah, of course it is, mate. Like, I understand why some of that imagery was used early in the day to sort of, like, establish what the synthwave scene is. But ultimately, like, I want artists to expand and, like, take their their influences and then grow. And so that's why sometimes when people just make another synthwave video where it's like they put the VHS fucking filter on the things and they have someone run around with a mullet. Um, I'm just hearing this baby crying now. Yeah, I think you better mute him. <laughs> Think about a mutant for a bit, but um, but yeah, mate. You know when they make all these like these eighties films that you know like today's eighties films, and like it is. I mean, it is cool they're doing it, but you can't beat the old ones. There's no point trying to recreate the old ones. I'm I'm gonna say Stranger Things has done it 
fucking brilliant. But that's not trying to be shit, though. That's what I'm saying, though. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what else isn't shit, though. It's uh, listening to cool Christmas music. (laughs) So I got a track here from Jetfire Prime. I think we actually listened to uh, one of his tracks in the background earlier in the show, but now we're going to listen to some proper Jetfire Prime with another rendition of Carol of the Bells, because that is uh, my favorite Christmas song, and I do like hearing different versions of it. Uh, It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club. We got a Bashed Pudding, Dobrotech, Dalton Bell, Replicant 69, Trippy, Artificial, Betadine, Philip Back, and Zayon B. Merry Christmas, you awesome people. I hope your Christmas is going well, okay? And now uh, let's listen to this. This is Jetfire Prime with Carol of the Bells. And that was Carol of the Bells by Jetfire Prime. Or, I mean, a rendition of Carol of the Bells from Jetfire Prime. Yeah, because he didn't really write it. Uh, But look, it's a great song. And it was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the Triple Six Club. Awesome people like Luke Timmermans, Alexandros Samaras, Tomas Shimanek. 
Poo in an Alleyway, Alolska, Ross Pentland, Joe Ozone, and we always like to end it off with the Polar Wildcat Studios with the 617, and in the background we can hear some Beckett with his track Games of Winter, in brackets the David Froster edition. So uh, that's some nice uh, Christmas uh, moods here. And look, we're back, alright? It's Christmas time, I'm here with Lucasette. We're having a lovely Christmas time, alright? We're, we're here with all the original members, although technically Joe is trapped in another dimension or something. He's in the... What, what, what's Where's the zone where they send the people in Superman? The Phantom Zone. Piss bed. Yeah, the piss bed zone. It does sound like he's in a toilet in purgatory, like a public toilet, <laughs> in, a, in a coach station, and he's just missed his last buzz, and it's 12 o'clock at night, and all he's got in his pouch is some Skittles, and he's sat in the cubicles crying. I think you should like to me in a sad light, don't you? It's what? Yeah. Yeah. I love whenever we go quiet to hear Joe is the moments where he doesn't say words. <laughs> it's like everyone quiets down, here's what Joe has to say, and then it's just, ma, ma, no. You sound like the penguin from Batman Returns when he's, like, eating the fish. Oh, I used to love that bit where he breaks that guy's nose. And he bites oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, that's uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Is it? What are some of yours? Oh. You talking to me? It's a question for everybody. Good question. Did you say that was your favorite Christmas film for many years? It's one of them. Oh, I thought you said, what was his favorite Christmas film? No, I did. Then I asked. Home Alone's got to be up there, hasn't it? Well, he's asking you. You tell him. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone? Yeah, Home Alone's going to be at the top. I mean, you can't beat the old classics, can you? Oh, shit. And um, I think Joe's actually found Marv and uh, <laughs> Marv and Harry in his fucking bed. What What happened? <laughs> I, I, I undid a screw and then everything collapsed. Just like in Home Alone. And, uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, which one do you prefer? Hall- uh, Halloween. Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Oh, 1. For me, right, Home Alone 1 has everything, like, really good, like, everything, like, the the traps, the acting, everything, just the whole shebang, right? So Home Alone 2, I thought the first half was fucking a little bit better in terms of Tim Curry was brilliant in it, but the the, the trap gags and everything in the second half of it was absolutely dire, and they really tried hard to make it work. Mm. But you know what really set it up to fucking not fail, but, like, really made me disappointed? You know when they sleep in the second time round, and then they go... We've done it again, and they run round to the front yeah. and they break the fourth wall, and they look at the camera and go, "Ah!" If I was the director, I'd be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> There's no need to do that. You were perfectly fine just saying you've slept in again and just fucking do your thing." It totally ruined it for me when they did that. Good. <sighs> Merry Christmas. We watched it last night. We watched, we watched, we watched, we watched, we watched Halloween. I keep saying Halloween. We watched Home Alone one other day and watched Home Alone two last night. Every time it gets to that bit, it just I kind of curl up and go fuck. And Donald Trump's in the fucking second one as well. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. the fuck's that prick in there for? Oh, you're gonna make my audience upset. You know, they're a ninety percent Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck me. No, but it was it was all right back then. That's what I'm saying. He's all right. No, it wasn't. He was a cockhead back then as well. <laughs> all right. Cockhead, cockhead Trump, right? And then, but I thought Tim Curry was brilliant in it. When he goes into the room and he tries to check up on him and his dad, he says his dad's like showering him. Oh, Jesus. Table seven's clear, chef. I actually don't like the Home Alone movies. This is me. What is that? (laughs) Oh, God. Can somebody fucking mute Joe, please? 
You know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the Home Alone films. Well, you can go fuck yourself. I, I'm in the minority here. Everyone loves them. My wife loves them. She watches them like 80 times, like over the Christmas season. I find the violence, it like hurts me to watch. Yes. Like I, I feel pain for them. You know what? You know what, mate? It does. When I watched it last night as well, it encourages me. If you're a kid, when you were like seven, eight year old and you're watching that going, oh, it's not going to hurt anyone. I can throw a brick at someone's fucking window. It's not going to do anything. Mm. You know what I mean? It encourages that sort of stuff. And uh, have you seen that YouTube thing? Where the guy actually yes. edits in the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in Home Alone 2 when he's throwing the brick and it lands on his head and it splits his head open. He's on floor. It just, like, his face is just completely caved in. It's yeah, fucking it's, horrific. It's Corridor Crew, I think, isn't it? Huh? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fucking horrific. And that's what would really happen. But if you, like, you know, a kid seeing that and you go, oh, it's all right, I've got a hot iron here, I can use it on my dad's <laughs> face. <laughs> you know? I, that's the thing I, I just find when I watch the movie I feel the pain and I never found it funny the way that other people did like I just was in pain for these people the whole time so my favorite Christmas movies are like uh, I like Batman Returns I like Edward Scissorhands I like Die Hard oh, yeah. 1 and 2 mm. yeah, um, yeah 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 da- Die Hard that very non-violent film yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's not like they actually die in it or anything is it no one dies well, in it. But I mean, like, the, the violent... That's okay, that's a good... Now I'm trying to rationalize myself. Why is it better <laughs> that in that movie the violence is uh, more violent, but also... Well, they get what... They're bad guys. How about that? Well, so no, is, that, her, so is Marv. So is Harry. They, you know, they, they're just robbing people. And he's not killing them. No one died in it. He's just, uh, he's just giving them a little... What a prod. weird thing. Why is the violence in Home Alone more offensive to me than the violence in a movie where there's actual violence? Like Die Hard 2 puts a fucking icicle in the guy's head. He stabs him in the eye with an icicle. You're a psychopath? <laughs> I guess I shouldn't end that with a crazy laugh, right? That's like... <laughs> it's not helping. <laughs> <sighs> oh, but I tell you what will help is uh, listening to some great Christmas tunes, all right? Are you not running out of tunes yet? Fuck no. I've got a virtual Santa sack <laughs> full of music, all right? Including this one we're about to listen to. So they, <laughs> this one's from .com Da Vinci, and it's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters like Zen Frazier and Timbro. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for supporting Beyond Synth, all right? And now let's listen to this. This is .com Da Vinci with Christmas Dreams.
And that was Christmas Dreams by Dotcom Da Vinci. That was a nice track. That was, of course, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $5 Club, we got Alex Barshop, Wes Evans, Neon Zone, Nishtajiva, Harkaden, Christopher Hudson, The Naked Flame, and Stephen Forster. And if you listen very closely in the background, you will hear the lovely Christmas tune from Street Cleaner called Flying Home for Christmas. And speaking of which, we are having Christmas right now with Lucaset. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. And we're all here, sort of. I think Joe is still assembling his bed, but I'm here with James and Adam. What are you getting for Christmas? Nothing. Hopefully I get a big bag of socks. No, it's just going to be a dildo. I use dildo, maybe. Or something. Well, if someone gets me a dildo, it's going to get used. Do you remember when I... It was you, wasn't it, James, when I got you a present. For, it was, I don't know if it was Christmas or birthday. We worked in the same restaurant for a while. Yeah. And uh, I wrapped it up in file. <laughs> and you thought it was a dildo. Yeah. And then you opened it up. Because she's panicking you out, and it was just a carrot. But no, I did that. I did that. No, I got you a carrot, a peg, and like two two pences. I'm sure I did that to you because you looked at me and you started laughing. You bought me uh, R2 potato. Ah yes. So I got you a carrot, a peg, and a couple of some loose change. That's right. I thought it was the way around. Yeah, you fucking bastard. <laughs> And then I got you some. Then I got you some uh, aftershave. I think. Oh, thank you, mate. Wait. So does that mean you were panicked when you opened up the foil thing? If the so it must be me then that panicked then, because I thought it was an actual <laughs> deal. Because it was quite funny. I thought I did that to you. Yeah, it's right. I got you. No, an I R- did that. I got him an R two D two, but it was an R two potato. So it was a potato. <laughs> Potato head. Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato yeah. Head with an R2-D2 thing on it. This is why eyewitness testimony is not really that useful in court cases. Yeah, but Andy, 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 you don't Think wait. About it. You don't Think wait about 10 years for someone to Think about if we went to trial right now, if we went to trial and the whole thing hinged on who gave what the fucking dick and tinfoil, mm-hmm. and then you're on you're on stage going like, oh, is he gave it to me, and it turns out that that wasn't what happened. But generally, people don't wait 10 years to take someone to court, do they? Oh. So if I I killed someone ten years ago, right? Mm. Ooh, with happen. a carrot, it could with a carrot and foil. Yeah, it could happen, right? And then like it goes, and then they say, "Oh, what happened that?" If it happened last week, I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, this 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 thing happened." But if you asked me ten years ago, I'd be like, "Well, I think exactly." No, did I give him the dildo, or did he give me the dildo? <laughs> But yeah, you somebody can't, got you killed can't, with no, a dildo you that Andy, night. you're not making any fucking sense today. No, it's the fucking truth. Well, have you watched the Innocence Files? Yes, I have. I uh, also seem to remember that there was some. Chocolate fondant cakes with some uh, Cornish clotted cream. What, that day? Yeah, that day. Oh, do you remember when I made that Terminator and out of foil? (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing, Andy, but I did. Did, well, did you or did James do it? No, it wasn't me. We were working, mate. We, we were so bored at work, weren't we? We were literally just working in this restaurant, and it was. We haven't got plenty of stories, but the one time I, uh, yeah, we got so bored, I got. I, I think I used up all their roll. I think it cost like fifteen quid for this foil, and I just made a, a massive Terminator arm out of it. Didn't move. <laughs> it wasn't animatronic. No, this is disappointing. Wait, so I never knew you guys worked in a restaurant together. Why, why don't you tell restaurant stories? Well, if you listen to your first podcast, Andy McNabb, you know this is twenty years ago now. Fuck yeah! Off. Uh, sorry, I, I, I tried to say fucking hell and fuck off at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's 20, 20 years ago, lad. Shut up. 20 years ago. Jesus Christ. You old bastards. I know. So, do you know, I, I'm sure we told you, Andy, in his previous podcast how we met. 
but you never shared uh, restaurant stories. No, 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 no. You did. You we mentioned the uh, pot washing. Yeah, pot washing. There used yeah. to be pot washes in a restaurant. It's not pot washing at home. Wait, so that was the story? No. We told you ages ago. If you go, if you listen to your own shows, Andy, you'll Dude, know. I can't listen to this show. It's terrible. You have to take an interest in us. You fucking know. You share it. <laughs> Look, tell I don't else listen, to listen to what to my it. guests say. I just wait and wait for my turn to talk. So I don't listen to what people say. I just say my thing, and then I sort of go away, and I never listen to these shows again. Why would I? Why would anyone? Case closed, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we told you ages ago. Me and James met, and then we told you how. I met. We met Joe. I met Joe through James. Yeah. Right. Right. But you didn't uh, tell me like any fun restaurant stories. Like if what do you want to know? Too many. What do you want to know? There's too many. What do you want to know? He pinned me down and farted on my chest once. <laughs> oh, yes. And that rattled you. I think you had a cardiac arrest. If I had had a cardiac arrest, it would have brought me back to life. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was brilliant. We had a wrestle, and uh, I think, yeah, I farted. I farted. It was such a deep fucking fart, that, wasn't it? Mm. Honestly, I, you could you could see his, his dentures rattling. My shoes flew off. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> and did you just say, what an image? Yeah. <laughs> what, just, what you've just made me imagine is so stupid. Yeah, what an image. <laughs> what an image. A rom-com of a fucking image. All right, look. Listen, how about this? You think of your favorite restaurant story while we listen to a Christmas track. How about that? We used to run that kitchen, didn't we? You know, like Black Market. We used to we used to smuggle profiteroles. Wait! I remember that sentence! What sentence? You did tell me about your stupid restaurant. Yeah, we did. He does have a brain. He does have feelings. <laughs> I remember this fucking profiteroles because we don't have that in Canada. So I was like, what the fuck is that? Ah, there you go. Profiteroles. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know what that is. But look, I know that we're going to listen to some awesome music. All right. So look, this this song, it's not exactly synth wave, but this is so fucking. I love the idea of this so much that I have to play this. All right. So two dudes, uh, Reed Reimer and Benjamin Emery Larson, uh, they make music together and they put out this album called A Movie Trailer Christmas. And what it is, is it's Christmas tunes, but Composed so that it sounds like the music from uh, movie trailers, and I just I love the idea of this so much, and so I'm just going to play this track because it is awesome. It's called "All I Want for Christmas" with Savannah Smith, and it's made to sound like trailer music. And so anyway, I just I thought this whole album was wicked. So okay, and it's uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the five dollar club. We're talking about Captain Big Bucks, Steve from The Matrix, Rar, Tatsuya Miwa, Tron Travolta, Jeremy L. Corp, John Walkow, Techno Ben, The Fear Merchant, King Koopazilla, Arcade Eyes, and Jean-Christophe Leconte. Alright, I hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for supporting the show. And now check out this track. This is Reed Reimer and Benjamin Emery Larson with All I Want for Christmas featuring Savannah Smith.
right, and that was Reed Reimer and Benjamin ben, Benjamin <laughs> Reed Reimer and Benjamin Emery Larson with "All I Want for Christmas" featuring Savannah Smith, and that's from the album "A Movie Trailer Christmas," which I recommend because it was cool and it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the five dollar club. Awesome people like Chest Press Magoo, Kevin Taylor, RoboCop, Bogdan Crevo, William Dalfin, Enders, Enger Jensen, Mister Gimson, and the Axel Effect. All right, Merry Christmas! Thank you for supporting the show. I hope you guys are having a lovely Christmas. And if you listen in the background, I think we can hear the nice tunes of Spacious Sweep uh, with a Christmas song called "Christmas Night." And uh, and we're back with Le Cassette. Uh, the, the whole gang's here. Joe yeah. is assembling a bed. He's just sent us a picture on Messenger of That's a it. mattress at the bottom of a staircase. Have a look. <laughs> the next picture is going to be him at the bottom of the staircase, having like tumbled down. Let's have a look. I haven't seen it yet. I've just eaten my dinner. It's almost like Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, has anyone ever played Five Nights at Freddy's? It's on Game Pass, but I haven't yes, played it. I don't even mate, know what it is. It fucking scared the shit out of me. So you'd start off as a... I think they hire someone to look after this toy store. I think it's a diner. I can't remember. I played it years ago. And he goes, congratulations, here's your first night. And you sat in this room, and it's surrounded by loads of monitors. Um, and the first night... You're just basically just overlooking, you know, like a security guard. So you have to click on the cameras, mate, and the cameras move left to right. And you click on the next cameras and all sorts, right? But every time you click on, I think it's a camera or the door to close the doors, it uses up battery. So you've got like 100% battery at the beginning of the shift. And you've got to stay, you try and last five nights at this, at this place. So the first night's completely fine. Second night, things start going a bit, a bit scary. So you'd have all these, like, these like puppets around the fucking venue right and they've got really sharp teeth and really big eyes and it's dark and then all of a sudden you're looking along the um, the TVs the CCTVs and all of a sudden a fucking big puppet's gone you're like oh what the fuck and then you click on the next TV and then another puppet's gone and you're like oh shit and then basically you've got to stop them from getting to you and killing you and it's that, that I don't know why that mattress has just reminded me of a puppet trying to come up to his fucking bedroom <laughs> <laughs> so basically he's looking he's looking downstairs the, the mattress is there and then next time he's going to click on it it's going to be up near him and it's going to try and kill him but it's really scary and you think oh it's not that scary at all but it's the, the noises and everything you've got to cl- and every time you close the door if the puppet gets really close to your door you've got to clock the doors but that drains your batteries even more and then yeah you've just got to last five nights that's the story yeah hey look James just sent us a photo of himself oh i like that photo james you look like a 70s fanny i've had a mask i put my mask on and it looks like a 70s porn film that's the thing masks on on people with beards don't look right no because the beard comes out from the bottom like i've seen a few Mm. people around with beards when they have the masks on and it looks odd do you um do you wear a mask on day i do all the time good (laughs) hang on i'm selling a desk what, what desk? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm actually selling a desk at the moment. I'm actually just on Facebook whilst writing. Someone's asked me if uh, if my office desk is still available. I've just replied, yes, it is, mate. Do you have to sell it right now? Like Joe doing fucking... Well, if he's doing that, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Oh, man. someone's at the door to buy my desk. Are they trying to offer you the stupid prices that they're trying to offer me for my car? Oh, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? I mean, can I buy a car for about, like, 50% of the asking price? Um... 
No? No. <laughs> Do you get the same kind of scams we get here where, like, what, the reason why I stopped selling things online is you get those people who they agree to pay, and then when you finally get there, they're like, oh, so it was uh, $50, yeah? I'm like, no. <laughs> we, we, we fucking agreed to this. Like, what are you doing? Like, they try and change the price once they're there. They, yeah. they act like they didn't know what the fucking price was. Yeah. Like, you fucking asshole. You know what you're doing. There's a PayPal scam where... So you can sell your car via PayPal, and what they'll do is you turn up, you go do your registering and all that sort of shit to change the uh, ownership of the car, and then they'll claim that they never got the car or something, or get it back from PayPal. Then they just get a free car, basically. But that's through if they do it through uh, goods and business, then they can get the money back. If they do it through friends and family, then they wouldn't be able to do that. Because uh, I I got scammed out of a fucking Xbox dinner for doing that yeah bastards yeah we never heard about that but that was uh it's been settled right no no paypal don't want to to do with it bastards Mm. so it don't matter you live and learn don't you you twat no (laughs) that is the expression (laughs) (laughs) well look where's where is joe is he gone now he's muted we did tell him to stop didn't we don't don't get him back Well, I feel bad because I like that he was here for the first 40 minutes but didn't actually say anything and then like... No, he's still here though, isn't he? He's still there, Joe. Oh, wait, but he showed us that mattress. He's Well, if he's lugging that mattress up the stairs all by himself... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably like, ah, gotta get to the boys. That is his catchphrase. <laughs> gotta get to the boys. That's his... Yeah. That's, his <laughs> <laughs> that's his superhero catchphrase. <laughs> gotta get to the boys. The boys need... Certainly, to- those boys are in trouble somewhere. <laughs> they will be when I show up. <laughs> Um, look, let's listen. That's a lovely send him in here to listen to some more Christmas music. And you know what? Actually, one of my patrons, Waylon Kasky Geospatial, who upgraded his support today, he also sent me a message. He said, uh, Merry Christmas, Andy. After listening to your Dark Synth episodes, as well as seeing Krampus at a haunted house near Austin, I figured it was time to join your satanic tier. And then in brackets, cult. Uh, that's the Triple Six Club. Uh, he says, just listen to episode 228 with Primo the Alien, which I enjoyed hearing the first Christmas song in ages that I've enjoyed, oddly enough, in December. Besides a shout-out for a fellow Texan, would enjoy if you played Primo's Christmas Time with you for this holiday season. Thanks, Kyle. All right. Well, listen, Wayland Kasky Geospatial, all right? Uh, thank you for upgrading your support, obviously. We said that before. Merry Christmas. And just for you, uh, we will listen to the the lovely voice of Primo the Alien. And, of course, uh, you know, it's also brought to you by other awesome Patreon supporters, like Watch Out for Snakes, Christian Micklebust, Josh Riley, Andrew Tuquez, Sven Bomanis, Joey and Kendra, and City Bat. So look, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's listen to this. This is Primo the Alien with Christmas Time with You. Presence is the only present 
And that was Christmas Time with You by Primo the Alien. And of course, you can uh, hear me chat with Primo from earlier this season. That was a good time. And uh, and of course, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. Awesome people like Christopher Albert, Star Nomad, Tim Ross, Neon Knox, Rob Dyson, Damian Rudies, and Lee McConnell. Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you for supporting the show. I hope your Christmas is going fine. And if you listen very closely in the background, you can hear some Christmas music playing. That is a tray with After the Unknown. Another track from It's Christmas Time, the uh, Retro Promenade Christmas compilation. And uh, and yeah, and look, and we're back, all right, with Lucaset. Technically, Joe is listening. He's got his earpods in, but he is assembling a bed. And I'm here with James and Adam mm. from Lucaset. Hi. Uh, let's talk about our plans for 2021. Do you have any plans for 2021, James? Going on holiday in February. Oh, where are you going? It's going to be nice. I'm going to the Maldives. Fucking hell. See, this is how he can afford it, because he eats fucking fish cakes. Fish cakes and <laughs> chips. Fish cakes and chips. Gonna get the Maldives shits. That's the whole plan? That's the plan. I don't really know too what? much about the Maldives. It's beautiful. My brother's been, he fucking loves it. You gotta be careful though, because what they say is, my brother said that he went and he paid all inclusive, including drinks. But then when he got there, he said that it was only for like certain drinks. I think it was just for like certain shitty ones. But then if you wanted to get like cocktails and all this other shit, then they charged you extra. And they were like, "Well, that's not what you said on thing." This is true. Yeah, you're not gonna get like a 500 quid bottle of uh, champagne at yours. No, 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 like no, that. no. But like. The certain things that you can eat normally, if you'd ask for like certain liquors, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then you, <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't say no. Why, well, Adam? What are you doing? Are you visiting people? Or are you going to stay home, play it safe? Yeah, I'm staying at home, pal. Come I was, out to Dubai, aren't you? I'm going to come out to Dubai and spend yes. and blow me fucking cash on a coffee. Oh, I'll buy the coffees. I'll buy the coffees. All right. No, no, no. It's fine, lad. It's fine. I'll Wait, just... is it relative, James? Like based on like the salary you make, does it feel like food and stuff? Like I know Adam's kind of half kidding but like does it feel like when you go out and buy things like this is expensive or is it relative to the actual salary mm. I know it's a weird question <laughs> yeah it's relative it's relative which is fine yeah because I'm in like Canadian dollars right so like if I went to England right now and how much is a like how much is a beer if you go to the I know the pubs aren't really open but like regularly in the UK probably what four or five quid for a pint uh, I don't know I've not been for in a while. London probably Sounds about four or right. five quid yeah up north it's probably about two three quid about three quid let's say but if you put in Dubai you're paying a ten quid for a pint what, what's the currency in Dubai the United Arab Emirates so it's the dirhams okay hold on here <laughs> It's about five dirhams to a pound. It's going to go on his magical machine to tell Well, I say him. Canadian dollars to... How do you spell dirhams? D-I-R-H-P-E-N-I-S. Diaphragms. <laughs> uh, okay, the United Arab Emirates dirham. Oh, here we go. The money converter. Let's see how much a Canadian dollar gets. One Canadian dollar equals 2.8772 AEDs. Okay, so you'll be paying about 25 dirhams for a coffee. What? Yeah. What? 23 no. to 20 to 25. What? Nice, about 20 to 25. Dirhams, for, a good, yeah. for a good coffee. I mean, good coffee, yeah. Like some of the best I've had. Okay, hold on here. So so I'm going to... Uh, fuck, it's backwards. Nah, give me a sec. It is pretty backwards there, Andy, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's fucking currency converted. No, I'm about first. you. Not, 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 not there. But uh, I don't pay income tax. Oh, there you go. Hi, boys. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that, is that Germany? Not paying income tax, so it's all relative. Okay, now I can't find the fucking United Arab Emirates here. Jesus Christ, Andy, you want me to do it? Yeah, you do it. That's what you want to know. Do the price of coffee and tell me what that is in Canadian dollars. $8.69. 69 <laughs> Okay, well, that's... Okay, so you're saying that's for good coffee? That's still expensive, but that's not insane. No, I mean, no. like, my wife pays five for her stupid drink at Starbucks every day. Oh, you pay five fucking dollars for a Starbucks? I don't. My wife does. Shit. I know. It's terrible. Well, I'm not really a coffee connoisseur, clearly, because I go to Tim Hortons, which is like the Canadian... Oh, my Christ. <laughs> oh, shit, you might as well just drink your own diarrhea. <laughs> That is foul, that stuff. Absolutely <laughs> foul. I just, I think, ugh, that is offensive to mine eyes, mine ears. <laughs> hey, well, it's cheap, all right? My drink costs like two fifty Canadian, so what's that? Yeah. In, uh, Do you know United why? Because they just got it off the fucking street. <laughs> Roadkill. It's dirt. Well, Toronto's a really clean city. Yeah, because they fucking... That coffee place cleans it in morning. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scoops all shit out at gutters. It does explain why there's uh, Tim Hortons on every corner. It's all coming together for me and for you. We have Tim Hortons here. Really? It's terrible. Has it been yeah. burnt down yet? Not yet. There's people in it drinking coffee and I'm like... Jesus, what are you doing? So how much is... Actually, I would be really curious to know the United Airmen... The, the, fuck me. <laughs> I'm done. I don't care. Durham's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Durham, Durham's for a Tim Horton. Do, yeah, yes, I would like to know that. Can you find Minus, that? I think, innit? Keep talking, I'll try and find it. A good coffee, right, how you can tell you're having a good coffee is that you're going to need a shit in about 10 seconds. <laughs> I figured that out. Every time I go to a really good independent coffee shop, I ask them if they've got a toilet. That's the first thing I ask them. Because if I... Honestly, I do. I do. I do. I do. Starbucks, Costa, you know, Nero's and all them. You have a coffee, it's just like a fucking... It's like drinking out of a wet sock. Mm. But when you have a decent coffee... Like when I go to London, and there's there's a couple actually, James, when you come to Rochester for a wedding, they get a fucking couple of coffees there, mate. They're fucking beautiful. Really good coffee. Mate, I I always have to use the toilet. Always. Like five minutes later, I'm running. It's like a photo finish, mate, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. This is a lovely Christmas sentiment. Love good coffee. Proper good coffee. Yeah. Hey, Andy, are you coming to our wedding next year? I mean... Who knows how the fuck things work? Well, first you get invited. (laughs) (laughs) You build a friendship. I have not been on a plane since 1997. What? Yeah. 1997? I traveled when I was young all over the world. I've been to many, many countries in my life. Mm. But since 1997... Mm. You haven't traveled outside of the, the Canada? Yeah, so since, like, when I was young, like, I had been to uh, uh, the South Pacific, Southeast Asia, Europe. Like, I've been all over the place. Oh, very good. But since 97, I haven't traveled. Like, that was the last thing I did on a plane. So I I haven't even been in a plane since 9-11. Remember when everyone was going off, but all the changes to air travel mm. and how, like, oh, you can't have shampoo on anymore and all this mm. other stuff. I haven't even experienced that so like I haven't been on a plane in so long I don't I don't even know half of the new protocols I don't know if they even get to sit in a comfortable chair if you have to like be squished in a box like I don't even know how it works I would pay good money to see you fly was that the rat uh <laughs> yeah he's back scuttling what oh, that scuttle Tim Martins is uh f- five Canadian dollars and 21 cents okay so that's double what it costs fucking disgusting yeah. worth it though it's not <laughs> 
Listen, we gotta listen to another Christmas song, and then maybe we can like wind this down. Yeah, please do. We've been. <laughs> I, I need to. I, I, we're cooking our last blessing. She's cooking a Sunday roast. Oh, is she gonna be as noisy as uh, James's wife? No, I'm. I'm in. I'm in a room. Good. Okay. Well, let's uh, listen to a song, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll wind down. Maybe Joe can pop in for the last few minutes. No. Well, we'll <laughs> we'll try. All right. Uh, listen. Here's a cool track. This is Oh Holy Night, uh, a rendition of Oh Holy Night by Rude Awakening. Uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the five dollar club. Awesome people like Lee McConnell, Marco Crane and Donk, Daniel Dexius, Timothy Pierce, Dana Jean Phoenix, Stu M, Simon Norberg, Roman and Kai. Merry Christmas, all of you, and thank you so much for supporting the show. And this is the Rude Awakening with a rendition of Oh. Holy Night.
Night, and that was Oh Holy Night, performed by The Rude Awakening. All right, and that was a, a lovely rendition with some synths in there, and uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, so a very Merry Christmas to Katner, Antilog, Abigail Pie, Silent H, Pattern Shift, Cree 80s, Psychorax, Russ Nyes, Assy Dre, Joshua Bloom, and Eric Soikens? Is that how you say that? Soikens? Soikens. Soikens. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. And thanks for listening to the show. And in the background, we can hear a hoo-ha track, uh, his track Merry Making, which is like a, an instrumental Christmas track. Although now, you know, he's not hoo-ha. He's modern night. And, uh, you know, but we'll whatever. We'll talk to him in the New Year's family show. But look, right now we're here with Lucaset, And I want to uh, to slowly wind down the show. Um, but I don't think Joe can hear us. He's popped in and giggled a few times, but I want him here so we can wrap it up. So I'm just going to I'm just going to type him a message and see if he sees that hey joe oh, for fuck's sake come back for the hello last, joe welcome to another another episode minutes. of pen pal diaries hello joe it's me all right so the point Andrew. is okay i hope you're you got well a ps5 today hey James. I, I saw a magpie what? out on the street it looked a lot like you i hope you're well what is happening it's your pen pal diaries with joe you were right <laughs> and then going hey joe it's andrew aka Andy Last. I've got a podcast. It's really good. I hope you're well. <laughs> what have you been doing since we last spoke? I've been out. I really like it. It's quite cold, but I put a coat on. The weather changed in the afternoon. It got a lot warmer, so I took my scarf off, which was hand-knitten by an old lady in Toronto. She was very old. In fact, I fancied her. <laughs> She had wrinkles for days and a scent that I couldn't put my finger on. End. <laughs> but that didn't matter because I knew I was going to order another thing next year. Maybe some hand mittens. It all depends on how well my podcasts do because, as you all know, I have, I have a Patreon page where people put money into my account for no good reason. I don't know why. Tell everybody the address. Tell everybody the Patreon address. 555. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Well, I hope Joe actually uh, heard all of that. I want him to reply. Oh, can I just add something that has changed my life? And that is a Dyson handheld vacuum cleaner, cordless. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to fucking... Adam fucking... Oh! <laughs> I'm going to fucking trump that. Go on. I've actually bought myself a hand window vacuum. What? I don't know what that is. It gathers condensation. What? It sucks up the condensation station, on your... Station, 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 station. <laughs> it sucks up the water from the window. Is that a problem? That's good. Yeah, you know, Not when you get condensation, yeah, station, station. You know, when the heat hits the cold on the windows, Andy? Yeah, I know what condensation is. I just, I never thought about it as a problem that required a vacuum to solve, right? I mean, a cloth, certainly. If you get damp windows, you're going to get damp walls or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. But anyway, this vac, mate, is fucking bang. Let's have a click Dyson. Oh, yes, mate. They're brilliant, them. I mean, it's been practically life changing. Yeah, it looks like it actually looks like the um, face hugger out of mm. um, aliens. Oh, I can't really send you a picture of my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> my vac's better than your vac. <laughs>
But yeah, it just sucks up all the moisture from the windows, mate. So then you're not having to, you know... Wipe it? I'm, <laughs> I'm not making fun. I just don't feel the weight of this issue. It's not an issue, Andy. It's not an issue. I don't choose it to be an issue. Well, you I'm just said you're, you're trying to trump his vacuum by saying your device was like more life-changing and like... No, I didn't say it was life-changing. I just said it was Andy. You said you were trumping his thing. I'm going to fucking trump you in a minute. Yeah, he did, actually. All oh, right. Well, sorry. No, he that's actually that. really good. It just seems like this window condensation can be solved fairly easily with like a rag. I've had enough. <laughs> That's really good though, James. Uh, sorry, I, I thought I thought it was actually going to be more better than what I thought when I said that. To be fair, I thought you were going to be—I thought you were actually going to be really impressed. But if you want to impress me, you can go back in time and clean up this fucking shit show. Oh my god! Did I tell you a story about that? I was working in an event once, and uh, this—I don't—I can't remember what it was. It was like eight years ago. I've got a photo of it, and I walked into this fucking toilet to clean up, right? Because we were like cleaning out all the glasses and stuff, and someone. Had done a diarrhea shit in the urinal. <laughs> oh no! And it had gone up the side of the wall. And I, you know, when you look at it and you're a bit perplexed, like a like a, you know when them puppies when they tilt their heads and you're like, what the fuck's that? And I was looking at it for about five minutes, going, how the fuck have they managed that without being noticed? <laughs> Guy next to him taking a piss, you know, right? Yeah, just having a shit. You know that thing when you're in public and like you let so much stuff slide because it's just like this is just not my problem. Mm. Like if you mm. were taking a piss and a guy took his shit next to you in a urinal, <laughs> wouldn't you just go like, "I'm just out of here"? Like, are you gonna go like tell the police? You're just gonna walk away and be like, "Hey, that's somebody else's problem." Like, it's not. I'd mine. talk to him. I'd, I'd say, "All right, you had, you had a good night." I'm, I would not talk to anybody who took a shit next to me in a urinal. I'd be Especially like, this diarrhea. It was actually it hit went up the side of the wall though, so he must have it must have had a, a huge force of impact. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, look, we got to listen to another song, and then then we'll officially wrap up. Did Joe see my message? I think Joe's no. gone. Joe's dead. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look. All right, let's listen to a track. All right, we'll listen to one more track and then we'll uh, we'll wind this down. All right. Uh, so I want to listen to this one from Prophet of Jupiter. All right, and it's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, awesome people like Mr. Colin Bouchard, Misha Magar, Lucas Pierkel, Stuart Gibb, Heartbeat Hero, Enrico Guili, Eric Mendoza, six fifty three to midnight, and Tom Hansen. Merry Christmas and thank you so much for supporting the show. And now uh, let's. Let's listen to this. This is Prophet of Jupiter with Y-Axis, the vertical mix.
right, and that was Y-Axis Vertical Mix by Prophet of Jupiter. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters like Martin Stonehouse, Color Theory, Joshua Holland, Mikey X, Junk Mail Jeff, Night Raptor, Argen 1981, Seach, Nathan Winter, Brendan Kellerman, Lunar Baboon. Merry Christmas, everybody, to all of my awesome patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And uh, right now you can hear... Uh, some jaunter playing in the background with a little Christmas track called The Lights by the Fire. So that's a cool track, and the other track was cool. And uh, yes. that was a cool track, actually. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, well, you know, they've all been good, all right? Because it's Christmas time. Uh, not the first four, they were shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the point is this. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Lucasette. Listen, man. <laughs> I like when you do an impression of me. It's fun. Mm-hmm. That was another one. <laughs> After I have my coffee. Just recycling the Tim Hortons. Hey, man. It's the fresh Lieutenant Gums at Tim Hortons. Straight out the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like my strain through the ass of a Canadian. <laughs> Look at the. Lots of pressure. <laughs> what is. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say, I, you know, my favorite thing is like, I'm not really big into toilet humor, and so I love the idea that this Christmas episode is literally about toilet fucking piss soaked mattresses and drinking shit. <laughs> That's what this fucking Christmas episode's about. <laughs> It was actually, it was touch and go at first, wasn't it? But I'm actually really enjoyed it. I love, like, I'm just thinking when I'm recording, like, oh, I can edit this bit out. But, like, we've talked about drinking shit for so long that there's no way I can cut it out without just editing the show down to, like, three minutes. Andy, mm-hmm. I, I think you worry too much. Probably. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. He's only 25. He looks about fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> we've all fucking changed, to be fair, mate. When you listen to that first podcast and listen to this one now, Jesus Christ. Mm. You'd think we'd learn. No. No. The first one was funny. This this but boring. <laughs> this is atrocious, <laughs> isn't it? And Joe's been lost in that telly for about five fucking hours now. But it's really it's been really nice having having you on, Andy. What about me? <laughs> no, I'm saying from us, I'm saying it's been nice having him on our show. Oh. Well, look, it's been good to catch up. James, I haven't talked to James in such a long time, so I'm glad you're well. I'm glad you have a nice vacuum and you're married. And, uh, Thank you, sir. The coffee's good there in Dubai. It's good coffee. So uh, it's, it's been lovely having us on. Uh, it's been nice to actually have James on, because honestly, we have missed you, James. We have missed you, both Lucaset and the community, and uh, I'm talking to you like we're not mates or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's it's good to actually get back into the uh, the, the uh, musical arena, the musical arena yeah. of condoms. Well, try and mm-hmm. look, man. Look, here, here's a serious sentiment. 2020 is a piece of shit year. Now, it's not like 2021 is instantly going to be better. It's going to be an extension of this year. So, like, I know a lot of people who, like, go, like, oh, 2021 will be, like, amazing. It's like, no, like, it's just 2020 extended. But we at least know how to exist in this fucking weird paradigm right now, and we can actually try and and make it better. What I'm trying to say is make some music. Yeah. Next year, let's try and put out as much fucking positivity Mm. as we can. Not in the cheesy way, but just make some art, you know? You guys make some music. I'm going to make more episodes of Silly Andy's Spaceship, Mm. and and Beyond Synth is going to make some changes, and let's all be good people yeah merry christmas yeah you're merry christmas you've had some really good fucking artists on here mate and uh you've had some you know even though we do fuck about we do mean well mm. <laughs> i 
think it's, I think ever since the, I think I think we set the standard. I think we set the bar, didn't we? We thought, oh fuck it, if we're being stupid up first show, we're gonna have to be stupid for the rest of the fucking show. But I was gonna say it's difficult to be serious because some some people just are serious people. You know when you hang out with the serious people. And it's weird. I find it weird. Like, that's those are the weirdest people for me. Like, when I'm in person with somebody who, like, doesn't really like to laugh or joke around and take themselves very seriously. Like, I don't know how to behave around them because I'm just like, it's just odd to me. Yeah, don't you find... I, I love being around awkward people. I love seeing how they get out of a situation. You know, when you set one up and you're like, like I want to see how they fucking get out of this. <laughs> you mean me, then? You are. You mean me then? No, you're not awkward. I'm just no because you've got a dry sense of humour. But you know when you speak to people when you've never Ooh. met them before, and they're kind of like they don't know how to get your personality. They don't get you. I kind of revel in that sort of thing. I'm almost like a, a personality killer, like a like a serial personality killer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like I like to see them die in their own personality because they don't know how to act around me. Well, I like to be with people who are genuine. So, like, I find when I hang out with someone who I feel like is putting on a... Like, because I'm me all the time. Like, this is me when I'm recording. If I stop recording, I'm still me. Like, I don't... I mean, when I do the podcast, I might do a voice. Like, I do, like, the... Now, let's listen to a song. Like, I don't talk like that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm me. Like, if you listen to the show, you know me. And if you have a conversation with me, this is what I talk like. But there's other people who are, like... They put on, like, a serious thing, you know? Like, when they talk about their art. That's Yeah, it's very serial killer tendencies, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's odd, especially when you consider the art they make. You know that someone can be super serious and you know they just go home and sit in a chair at a laptop. It's like literally somebody sat on their own at a computer, dick in left hand, hand on mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Dick in left hand, hand on mouse. Why left hand? I'm so warm. I'm so warm. Ah, there he is. Hey, Joe. Hey, I'm sweaty. Joe is here, so all three of the gang are here to say goodbye. So, Joe, how is your bed assembly going? Oh, it's not done. It's just in parts, but now it's up in the bedroom. It's like you're, um, you know, you're like you're on the submarine and you first see the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. There's water everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's water everywhere. Hi, oh, Andy. <laughs> So look, Joe, what's your Christmas plan? Just gonna have a very nice Christmas at home, like everyone else. I don't actually have any plans. Oh no, yeah, I do. We're doing Christmas Eve, Christmas Day on Christmas Eve, and Hattie's birthday on Christmas Day. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Nice. Yeah. Wait, is it is your daughter's birthday actually Christmas? Yeah. Second coming. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. G- yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> you sound energized from all that uh, bed assembly. Oh, I'm, I'm high on on life. Picking, picking the, the bed up. I'm really hot. Do you know what this sounds like? It sounds yeah. like we're speaking to somebody in prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's like Joey Exotic. Yeah, and he's five years in of his life sentence. This is a call from... What prison would it be? I don't know any prisons. Do you know that weird call where it's the smiley voice Penteville, woman? Penteville, Penteville, um... Boys Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Pentaville Boys Club. Look, the point is, Merry Christmas, everybody, okay? Merry Christmas. Thank you very much for having us, Andy. Merry Christmas, Andy, and Merry Christmas, everyone, one and all. Merry Christmas. I didn't listen to the last, uh, I didn't listen to the last 40 minutes. Was it good? Just fucking say Merry Christmas and let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. This was Beyonce. Double more show.
If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time... Next time.